This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Ole Chuck E.B. has your 4th of July fireworks safety tip. If you're one of those annoying people who insist on blowing stuff up in your neighborhood while nice people are indoors trying to eat and watch television, then by all means, hold that firecracker right till it blows up in your damn hand. Because you suck, you're nothing, and now you can't masturbate with the hand you're used to. Good. And now, here is the Metal Injection Livecast. Yeah. Great safety tip from old Chucky B. I have a feeling that Sid whispered that in his ear. I'll never tell. But we'll tell you two hours of comedy and talk and attempts at comedy on Metal Injection Livecast, episode 470. Wait, are those guns or fireworks? I can't tell. Yeah, we're in Brownsville. <laughs> It's Rocket Raba with uh, Sparkle Sid and... Not Sparkler Sid? Sparkling Sid and... No. Um... um, That's all I got. Nitro Noah. Nitro Noah, there we go. And Diesel Darren. Okay. And, and our special guest. Dynamite? How about Dynamite? Oh, oh Dynamite, yeah. Darren. That's Darren. good. That's good. Thank you. My my brain is shut down. And uh, I already had one R. I'm uh, about the wall, Roland. <laughs> no, it has to be an R. Revolutionary Roland. Roland's yeah. starting a revolution of people going to the bathroom after having Chinese food. Yes. What exactly did you have? I had some, I think it's like part dog, part animal dish. What? It was, it was chicken, but it was burnt. So the dog it, dish wasn't an animal dish? It was some, something. I think it was supposed to be pork, but it was like chicken, and then they took it away, brought me back something else, and it wasn't good. You don't send anything it, back. It said, it said great pending. So. Really? That's, you know, what great pending is. That means they, they found something, and yeah. they it wasn't egregious enough to shut them down, but they have a time period to clean up. Yeah. And yeah, like before the inspection again. They have time to call the exterminator for the yeah. rats. They, they're on a reprieve. That's why we have friends pick the restaurant. I'm like, no. <laughs> don't they look at the... That's what I don't understand. Like, don't they look at the the grade? They do, but they swear the last time they ate there was delicious. But I'm like, this is not... Listen, it could be delicious and still kill you. If it's a Chinese food place... You damn be- better have either a grade pending or a B, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Oh, that makes it that makes yeah. them taste better. Yes. yes, that's how you know it's legitimate. And the They're too busy cooking the food to clean up after themselves. <laughs> yeah, eighty-six noodle was shut down today. I know why. I hope they're okay. Eighty-six noodle was shut down today. Yeah, it was, for what? Well, don't, oh, no. don't say it's shut down. It was just closed today. No, it's closed. No, so closed today. <laughs> it was closed today, but they, usually they post like I'm on vacation or something. Nothing was written. Yeah. Oh no. So we, I'm doing a Kindle visual. Oh. Later on tonight, <laughs> can we uh, research? Uh, you know, while we do the show, someone can look up whether eighty six noodle has any. No, whether they have any health violations. Let me I don't think they do. I feel like we talked about this on the show many moons ago. Noah found like the New York City sanitary index. Oh, oh yeah. that was such oh. a that's oh. such an awful and great website. And we started looking up all the restaurants we ate at and <laughs> Yeah, this one has rat dropping. Yeah, like evidence of yeah. rat dropping, <laughs> evidence of and it's just like Somebody oh, puked in a wok. Oh uh, no. Fly larva hatching in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> there were like at least three restaurants that I couldn't order from anymore. Because yeah. But that's the thing. Like every restaurant has something like that. You, yeah. just, you don't want to know. Yeah, I know. It's bliss. I don't want to know. But once I know, I have to go through every restaurant yeah. I've ever eaten yeah. in the last 20 years. 
<laughs> or before you eat, you go to the bathroom, you see the cook go to the bathroom, and even though he washes his hands, you're like, why in front of me? I don't want to see it. I know you touch your pee-pee. <laughs> well, the, the worst thing is, all right, so uh, Jennifer and I used to, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I'm fine with that, because if they're handling food, it's, you know, like, if they're touching it with their hands, most likely it's raw, and then they're heating it up, and the germs are going to die anyway. Basically, but, like, with rats, I don't care. But wait, but, like, do, aren't you, like, vegetarian right now? I okay, fine. I am, but like anything, like vegetables, whatever. They're gonna cook it. They're gonna put it in heat, so that's gonna kill the. Now, if you get a salad, germs. this is why I never eat salads. Oh, this oh. is the reason we finally mm. figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even it's know until this moment. Yeah, uh, I thought it was because of carrots in it. In case oh. you, you might accidentally eat a carrot. Oh. What was the story you were going to say about you and Jennifer? I was going to say there was this, this restaurant that I purposely said Jennifer, but thank you. <laughs> uh, well, for new listeners. We went to this restaurant, this Indian restaurant, and it was like a very mom and pop type of place. Like you had to go through the kitchen to get to the bathroom. Mm. So, and one time I went through there and I might've imagined this, but I saw the guy, like a, he looked up at me, the guy who was cooking, he looked up at me immediately did a 180 and washed his hands like that so it made me think maybe he did something dirty like right before that's weird yeah like why <laughs> i might that maybe, makes it more suspicious than yeah. if he had just stood still and done yeah. nothing like maybe he thought i saw him do something really gross weird yeah you should call them out on what did you do yeah. <laughs> i should have did you eat though uh, yeah no yeah yeah that doesn't like uh, I leave I just I, leave, yeah. I feel like no, I have a it, I have a high tolerance for stuff like that because yeah. I, yeah. I it makes grew up your in, immune system stronger unless I see well, him spit in the food I'm staying I also grew up in New York like you know yeah. climbing on the rusty, old rusty fence rusty <laughs> fences and probably have like eight strains of gangrene in my blood you know it's just like it doesn't blood poisoning yeah Jennifer's really up, like seri like you know very on on point with and I thank her for that she's probably saved my life uh, <laughs> my life your wife saved your life because she is like. You know, really, uh, she's really on point about places having good yeah. procedures. Like, if you find a hair, we're never going back there. Yeah, I, by work, I went to a crepe truck. The guy made it. He whipped out the gloves, and he had red rash all over his hands. Oh, oh. no! Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, 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 I walked away, and he goes, "You're not paying for it." And I just, thought, I don't want anything anymore. Yeah. I saw. There, in fact, oh. I went to a, one of those hot dog trucks. It was like a halal truck, but they sold hot. I wanted to get a hot dog. Were the hot dogs halal? Um, I, I had to be. I mean, the guy it said halal all over the oh, truck, okay. so. Uh, but I don't really care about that. I just wanted a hot dog. But the, it wasn't all over his hands. But he had like a big red patch on his one hand. And he didn't put gloves on or nothing. Like nothing. He just picked up the thing, the bun with the hand, with the fucking pock marks or whatever the fuck he had on there. Yeah, rosacea. Like that I can't. Goodbye. Eczema. Yeah. It's not contagious. Yeah, but it's open skin. And yeah. like that I don't want to eat. And it's also the thought of it. It's just it might Still just... healthier than what's in the hot dog. Probably yeah. so. I, it, it may all just exactly. be mental. I don't even uh, dispute yeah, what you just that, said. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, that's, 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 that's I don't fine. care. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, that's fine. If it's all if if you are uncomfortable eating, and why should you force yourself right, to eat it? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I remember at Brooklyn College there was a hot dog vendor all the time that was like missing multiple fingers. I don't know if any of you guys remember this guy. No. I definitely didn't pay attention to him. And it was always just fun, like wondering, like, is this the day that I get one of his fingers in my hot dog? <laughs> oh, it is the hot dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
By the way, Noah, that guy had a live journal and uh, was really in love with you. Yeah. And it's too bad you don't remember. His hands were so rough. <laughs> he wanted to finger her, but... No, he's missing three fingers. I'm not interested. Well, he gave happened? you the finger to take home. You could finger yourself later with it. <laughs> if only I could touch her boobaliciousness with my two fingers. <laughs> Maybe he was clipping his nails in public and accidentally clipped too far down. Oh, my God. Wow. That's how he what lost What kind of clippers was he carrying around? The wrong The wrong guy. <laughs> Bobo Hater. <laughs> that was a joke just for Sid, Thank and I don't you. care. <laughs> What's the phone number for people to call in and tell us if they eat food? We, we want to hear a conversation. <laughs> oh, I just if they eat food. Do you want yeah, the, you can if you food. eat food, yeah. call. The number Sorry, is... I had to pick food out of my teeth while I was saying that. With mm. a. Uh, with a oh. Ugh. 213-WIDE-NUT. That's the number. That's 213 913- 3688 and of course if you listen to the archive we could still love to hear from you we could love to hear from you and we do we could but we don't <laughs> and it is the, the 4th of july uh, tomorrow mm -hmm. the american experiment is almost over <laughs> it's been a good run uh -huh. it's been awesome but, um, uh, it's about to end that's right can i just share what one of my favorite things at work to do is no moving on no go ahead <laughs> So usually, like, typically every morning, Roland and I will have breakfast together, and we just, like, gossip like two hens. <laughs> and uh, I always have an everything bagel. Mm. And it always, look, he, he's even squirming right now. Whenever I'm done it. with it, like, just for fun, I'll take thumbtacks and start picking the poppy seeds out of my teeth. And Roland just, like, can't stand it. And it's is, just so funny to watch him squirm. Like thumbtacks? Are you, like, do you use a mirror, or do you just guess where no, they no, would no, be I and use stab your mouth with thumbtacks? <laughs> Well, I didn't like I. I used to have toothpicks. Awesome, that's why. I used to have toothpicks, and I ran out, so I went to the next thing, and like with thumbtacks, you could just put them back in the drawer. I went to the where? What? They reuse them. Yeah, they're recyclable. All of a sudden, Sirius has a grade pending sign on the front door. I mean, I would eat food from someone who touched it after they went to the bathroom. The rosacea hot dog guy's laughing at you. Fuck out of here. See, I thought it was weird. That's that. I don't. Does Sirius not have toothpicks in the whole building? Why would they have toothpicks at a radio station? I suppose that's a weird <laughs> question. To Why do they have napkins or anything? Because people eat there and stuff. Yeah, don't they have a kitchen with like? I know, but a toothpick is not like so luxurious for a radio station to have. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. live in, fucking yeah. Rwanda? To like, be fair, radio man. Hold on, you have a, the employees you, as subhuman. You have a Starbucks machine, yeah. <laughs> but a toothpick, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> that's crazy. Too luxurious. We want you awake, but we don't care what's in your fucking teeth. <laughs> I, There's I, no cameras here. I wish Fuck you had a security camera to see Noah just shoving that thing in yeah, Oh, my God. I was sitting next to me and squirming. That's the worst. Like, I'm kind of... Like, toothpicks are... I mean, not toothpicks. Uh, Thumbtacks. 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 Thank you. Is this because uh, you're a wrestling fan now? Oh! <laughs> are, like, scared... Or are, do you mean, like, the push pins? Like, no, the, is the sharp one. And she's like... Rrr. Wow. Yeah. It had, like, a little butt at the end, and she's just posting Wow. Yeah, you know, like, with the plastic cover... Mm -hmm. I, just, I mean, I don't. Oh, with the pla so it's like yeah. a plastic colored with like a needle. Tip? Yeah, and then I just so that, that's a push pin. A, yeah, a, a, th yeah. A, What's a thumbtack. Thumb 
It's just like a, a round end. There's no plastic. Oh, I've it. used the round end ones. Yeah. And the plastic what, ones. Whatever in her drawer, she just picks up. And, <laughs> whatever. Know, <laughs> pens. You've sometimes yeah. used pens. You start. She, she, no. She goes, hoy vey, hoy vey. <laughs> Do we have it in the live cast budget to just buy Noah some fucking toothpicks? Please. Yeah, maybe. It's probably like 99 cents. Me. You know what would be great is if everyone in her office uses these push pins to pick their teeth and put them all back in. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. <laughs> and they're oh. all sharing saliva and DNA and shit. You've basically made out with Cousin Brucey. So you don't <laughs> <even know> <laughs> hey, baby, picking my teeth with these push pins on CBS FM, baby. Where am I? <laughs> Got a big piece of spinach lodged in my front incisor on CBS FM. Got blood from my gums on the microphone on CBS FM. I'm spotting, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, we got some calls. <laughs> Area code 631. You're on the Metal Injection Livecast, baby. Hey, how you doing? What's up? Who is this? This is Patrick. What's up, Patrick? What's up, Patrick? Not much. I'm just letting you know. Don't trust Roland. He's a traitor. Why, why is Roland a traitor? Please elaborate. Oh, wait. He's not wearing headphones. Hold on. He's a traitor. Roland. Everyone uh, knows he's a traitor. You've been called out as a traitor by our caller. Well, who, who did he betray? Opie. Oh. Opie. Oh, my God. The guy that got him a job. Yeah. Oh, he's saying that, that you betrayed Opie because Opie got him a job. The guy that got him a job. And well, I mean, could it be that Roland Carl. got his and own Carl. job? And Carl. And Carl. Oh. oh. All right. Can you just... Uh, I mean, because if our audience doesn't know what he's talking about, do you want to mm -hmm. go into this or should we just... Everyone knows what he's yeah, talking about. I mean, about. he was just uh, a little bit of an edge. I mean, he didn't give me my job. I worked for a different company. So it wasn't like he got me my job. No. Right. Roland worked with Opie for yeah. a long time. Yeah. No. Yeah. Opie got Roland a job. Okay, Patrick. Roland. P Patrick, who who are you and how do you know that? Like, what's your history in all of this? I'm nobody. I'm just someone that that listened. Oh, so you don't work at Sirius XM? Who human, are you? human Resources? No. Oh, because no, you seem so sure that Opie got <laughs> rolling the job. He's looking at the resume. Right I assume now. you were looking through the file. Roland. He's on Roland's LinkedIn. Oh. Roland, tell the truth. Um, Who are you? I, I, I was hired as a booker many, many years before I met Opie. I worked oh, in that. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I booked Here. Oscars, Grammys. Did they try to fire you? Who, the Oscars? No. No, no, no. I didn't say the book. I didn't say a booker for, for the Grammys. I said a booker for... Series XM. Yeah, they try to find me, you know. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah, How's no. Carl? What? He didn't work he for did? a Sirius. He said hot Carl. I, I said, how's Carl? Yeah, he didn't work for a Sirius. I Carl. have a question. How many jobs did Opie get rolling, uh, Patrick? Just one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That was easier than usual. Well, they don't see it coming. And also, that's like probably not as a listener of ours. Yeah. yeah. doesn't yeah. know the shtick. Yeah. Uh, wow, Roland, you weren't ready for that confrontation. No, no. I hope Sean gets struck by lightning. <laughs> His name is Patrick, not oh, Patrick. Sean. Oh, Patrick. I'm sorry. Leave both Sean alone. Both of them. It's fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Two for one. And rape. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to not one, but two weddings. This weekend, the first wedding. <laughs> uh, 
So the first wedding, it was a friend of mine from college who I've kind of lost touch with. I haven't really seen him in like five years, but he was like, no, come, come hang out. You know, come to the, I, I'd really like for you to come to my wedding. Did you have to get a gift? I did not get him a gift. Nice. Rob uh, was the gift. Yeah, me showing up was the gift. Well, I was like, I'll come to the ceremony, but I won't come to the, like, I don't want to, I don't know any of your friends, so I'm not going to come to the reception or whatever it is. And he was like, all right, yeah, I'm getting married uh, at this church here. You know, he sent me the invite and all that. You and, went to the right borough? <laughs> well, so oh, no. I was like really stressed. Like for those that are new listeners, we've uh, we've joked for a while that uh, when Sid was getting married, uh, I showed up very late because... I accidentally put the address in the wrong borough of New York City. Like the same street is in a different borough. Yes, there's the same the street in Brooklyn that there is in Manhattan. And I went to the one in Manhattan. And when I got there, I'm like, this isn't where a wedding reception is. It's like a be. warehouse. What the fuck <laughs> yeah. am I doing here? Uh, and so I, in order to avoid anything like that ever happening, I made sure to leave with plenty of time. And then so the uh, wedding was scheduled to start at noon. Noon. As Sid would say, noon. Right? Sid, Sid would say, say noon. Sid says it's noon. Noon. There you go. <laughs> All right. Hate, hate. Uh, so I get there at 11.40. I was even impressed with myself the how early I got there. And I get there. You had and, the day wrong? And my friend, by the way, is, is Italian. And I get there, and it looks like uh, there's... <laughs> looks so like there's a clear. dog playing yeah. with a toy yeah. no 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 uh, it looks like th th there's like Indian or like some sort of uh, West Asian people at this church and the first thing that went through my head was oh my god did I just repeat what I did for Sid's wedding <laughs> and show up to the wrong church and then I'm like no this is the like I can't like I knew you know I was in the area like he lived close to this church it had to be his church, but there was no one there. Turns out I was like the first person there. Weird. <laughs> and the the Indian or whomever people were like the previous event that was just wrapping up. I guess they had the church until noon. Noon, Rob. Until yeah, noon. Say right. And so then uh, then I, I saw, I finally saw like one person I sort of recognized as like a friend of his that whatever and i was like all right i'm at the right place i was relaxed <clears throat> this is in bensonhurst by the way which is a very italian neighbor there's a roman catholic church mm. beautiful church like really really nice air conditioned which mm. what a luxury i've been to a few weddings in a church where there was no such luxury deal breaker um, walk right out of there walk right out of there you're already there, but all right. The church is already the deal breaker. And, you know, I saw my friend and he was very happy to see me. And it was like, oh, well, you know, I'm glad that he saw that I'm here at least. He so, said, well, thank you for coming here on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> oh, no, no. It was his wedding. Never mind. No, this guy was marrying his daughter. <laughs> I was right the first yeah. time. Well, what's great is then, so the wedding begins and the priest comes out. And he's like, you may be seated, okay? Oh, really? He's like, <laughs> Mike, Mike Francesco is the priest? I, sw like, I swear to God, this guy was doing a total 
Mike for deal, dearly beloved. Uh, you know these weddings today. I tell you, it's just not the same as like 1968. The father, the son, the uh, holy, holy ghost. Okay. Spirit. No, you want to say spirit? You want to say ghost? I don't care. Okay, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You're going up and getting all outraged. Uh, it's the same thing, okay? Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. Now listen, you know, you got to be married. You got to take care of each other. <laughs> Every love is important. Uh, okay? All right. As long as you're a man and a woman. Right, let's not get carried away. <laughs> I, was, I was so waiting for some sort of, yeah, like... <laughs> Oh, like Adam and Eve, not Adam, Adam and Steve. Eve, not Adam and Steve. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> you wait on hold. You wait on hold an hour and a half, and you want to say this foolishness about a man and a man getting married? Okay, okay. It's ridiculous. Let's <laughs> just not. Let's not. Let's not destroy the sanctity of marriage. Right. And here under my is a guy oh. who is just delusional. Okay, <laughs> sorry. It's like just so it's like. And, and, and now we say the the the, the good prayer, okay? Right. We're gonna pass out the wafers now, okay? All right. No no neko wafers, there's real wafers, real communion wafers, okay? <laughs> and uh, you know, none, none of this Callisto, none of this flips, <laughs> just the regular traditional <laughs> wedding, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it made it all worth it just, just for Reverend Mike Francesa. Did it he was, look like Mike Francesa? He kind of did, yeah. Really? He had that like old Brooklyn, super thick act. Like I was like, you're a priest. You couldn't like work on your like inflection. He's a man of a the people. Why? I guess. Now, I'm yeah. sure everyone in that room sounded that way. That's a great point. That's yeah. a great point. After, there were after everything about the, um, you know, like the husband and, and wife. Like the whole audience would go, uh-huh, okay. Okay. Yeah, instead of, instead of yeah. amen, everyone would just go, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey uh, Reverend Mike, uh, first time in a long time. I just want to give my well wishes uh, to the bride and groom, and I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, do you take this woman to be your wife? We'll have to drag this out forever, okay? Uh, you can uh, wait. You take her, he uh, takes you. Okay, let's okay. Go. wrap it up. Say okay. Okay. okay, okay. Say okay, 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 okay. okay. And okay. with the power vested in me, okay? <laughs> and I'll pronounce you. Man okay. and wife, okay? <sighs> <laughs> so then they, you know, everyone, everyone in the wedding party walks out, and they're in, like, the hallway of the church. Yes. And then everyone's supposed to walk out of the church, and... Uh, they're handing out these little plastic tubes with like bubbles and like like a little bubble maker, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine this? Months handing out bubbles at a wedding. Can you believe this, this stuff? This is like, what are you, what are you, like glow sticks? Or what are we talking about here? Probably had that too. Bubbles, bubble glow sticks. <laughs> okay, okay, back after this. <laughs> well, funny you should mention that. Oh, because I'm standing there and again I know. And all of two people at this wedding, mm -hmm. and then this other guy who's there alone walks up to you and is like, hey, "Isn't Bobka your dog? How's she doing? <laughs> <laughs> you find her." No, it's the thing that happens to Rob often. This P.S. Fuck you, I'm your forever, and he ran away. No, this mook. He's like a total like. Uh, all of his friends are such fucking. Guidos. Is he a podcast listener? Is he crying no. right now as you shit talk his entire? He'll agree. Life? He'll agree. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this guy comes up to me. He's like, um, 
the best man's name is Caesar, just for the point of this story. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's Caesar. He's like, I went up to, uh, he goes like, yeah, you know, I, I went up to Caesar and I'm like, uh, hey, you need any help with that? Anything? He's like, no, go blow some bubbles. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, I thought he was telling me off. And I see we got these, these, these tubes. With the, what is this bubble? What, what, what is this bubble? Like he was, his mind was blown. And I'm yeah. like, standing there, I'm like, oh yeah. Like it hit, like I didn't even think about it until he caused the thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's because, you know, you're not supposed to use rice anymore because it's like, it's bad. You know, the, the pigeons, the, the pigeons, yeah, choke on it and it like rips up oh. there. Who cares? There's like a gazillion pigeons. We don't need it. Kimberly is worried about pigeons now. Pigeons now. Well, fucking this, snowflake. So this is what he goes. This is what after I say that this was his direct response. Oh, it's you know just for you know not to hurt the the birds. You know, oh, kind of lib, no? Kind of lib. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Uh, not killing living things is not liberal. Is very lib. And he couldn't even say liberal. He just said lib. Kind lib. of a cuck thing, no? It sounds like he was like sliding it in. It, it, like he couldn't say liberal. It would be too aggressive. Like he had to test the water to see if the person agreed. Like sure the, it's like the A versus the hard R. Yes. At the end of a certain other good, word. Good point. Kind of N word, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Uh, so at that point, I you just left. Him in the I really was just <laughs> like, I. Why am I still here? I remember when uh, when bubbles, uh, you know, used to have to work hard. They didn't hand them out at a, at a wedding or anything. I missed old New York back then. <laughs> <laughs> El Duderino wants to know: Does the husband stamp on a Diet Coke can at this wedding? <laughs> that's what uh, that's a Mike Francesa thing. He like the Diet Coke all the That would be the plastic bottle. If you know Francesa, you know he drinks the. <laughs> yeah, Duderino. Get with it, man. Get your Diet Coke vessel correct. They were talking about in the chatter that we're salty when they call in. Like, we, they were all complaining and whining that we're well, salty. Well, Leroy is salty when he calls us, Leroy's, so we salt back. Yeah, he's, yeah who's he, complaining? He salt. the uh, atmosphere. Leroy is the one who is saying it. Leroy and Duterino both said You that, know what it is? Uh, I think it's because Rob is always like, do you have a question? <laughs> like, people don't have to call with a question. They can just call in. Well, what do you want to talk about? Are you eh? defending them, Noah? Yeah. Yes. Now we're going to be salty to you, Noah. <laughs> get That's out. fine. I, you're, I, I can handle hammer. it. Noah, get out. <laughs> Um, oh, and uh, Mike Mike Francesa. Yes, he was on uh, what is it, Deuces and Marrow? Right. Sure, sure, we'll go. Deuces, but yeah, Deuces, Deuces and Marrow, like bone marrow. AC Deucey. <laughs> okay, Roland. <laughs> little shard action over there. What happened? No, no, the dogs are licking his leg. Uh, mm. Well, what's interesting is these dude. What is it? Deuces? Deuces and Deuces. Marrow. Hagen Dazs. and Marrow. Okay. Sure. They're actually like big fans of Mike Francesi. Okay. <laughs> and so. Wait, is Mike Francesi a fan of Sid's though? What does he think of our Sid? Sid is a guy who is just delusional, okay? Guess a gay. Hey! <laughs> oh, he said okay, so. Oh, all right. Um. Anyway, so it's great to. There's a few moments in here that uh, the whole interview is like 26 minutes, which is way too long, and I can't believe I sat through all of it. How but, long is their show, though? Is it? A, oh, this was like the hour. extended cut. So uh, like the thing they showed on the show was like 10 minutes. I see. But here, here is him. 
uh, talking about his app, which you guys off Twitter, okay. which you recently joined. Right, I did. You know, it's part of this app I'm, I'm, I'm doing with. I came back really with the app, mm -hmm. and then when I sold the app and have a partner, CA was a partner, and I never had listen to him explain how he got back on the air through the app. Like it's he doesn't as, know what an app. Is. Yeah, so just just listen to the buzzwords. Okay. okay. I would always represent myself, so I didn't have any agents. So I met with CAA and, about something, and they said, well, we wanted to be in on the app. So they became my partner, and then Intercom came in as a partner, because I thought we needed a broadcast partner, and that's when the talk started, since Intercom now owns FAN, mm -hmm. about me coming back. Right. So it was like, we talked about it, we kicked it around a little bit, and then next thing you know, it happened. So, so now, now, now we're back. But that's actually you tweeting. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, and, and part of it was, we made a deal that'll happen, because the app's gonna start in late August. We made a deal with Twitter for some things we needed, and mm -hmm. what Twitter wanted was for me to have an account. Right. I'm really like, Twitter- Like what? We made yeah, Jack wanted you to have an account. Oh, we made a deal with Twitter for some things that we needed, and Twitter wanted me to have an account. Like, what does that mean? Why does Twitter care if he has an account? <laughs> I think what it was was the things they needed was he was like, I need to be able to tweet. And they were like, well, you need to have an account to do that. Yeah, so I, I said, was like, okay. all right, fine. You drive a hard bargain. Right. They were really, you know, they were really, they were really excited about me tweeting, and they really, uh, they would, they would really pushing me to do it. So you know, I said, okay. Cut to Twitter guys like, who the fuck is this guy again? <laughs> he sent us an email to tech support. Yeah. Like, How do I tweet? <laughs> you have to have an account. And he read it back. All like, right, I'll do it. I have to have an account. Okay. I mean, if you, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're on training wheels right now. Right. Because all I do is send out a couple of tweets. I don't know how to retweet. I don't know how to do pictures. Right. I haven't learned that stuff yet. I'm dumber than hell when you, it comes to You're learning stuff, it. So. I, well, like, why? Like, I don't know how to retweet. It's a button. It's one button you press. I mean, yeah. I don't know how to post pictures. That's another button. Well, he probably doesn't know how to take the picture, so how would he post them? <laughs> right. That's fair. You'd call Mon. Mon, no, come uh, over uh, take this photo for me. You can put this, uh, this picture up. Uh, I was at uh, officiating a wedding last weekend. I, uh, I put this up. <laughs> yeah, this is iconic, too. Long time. Coming first time tweeting. Don't, don't waste, waste my, my time, time with, with dumb, dumb stuff. stuff. Well, that's about it. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's about <laughs> it. Are people wasting your time with dumb stuff? Oh, I don't read the comments. I don't know. Oh, so smart that's man. Smart man. <laughs> okay, on Twitter you don't read the comments. I but don't. I when don't. people call in, right, and they come out with the most ridiculous, ridiculous trades, yeah, right. how do you? Okay. I used to sit in the same seat, and here was the visitor bench. Jordan used to come down the court and yell over to Phil and go, Phil, this guy hadn't done blah, blah, blah in five minutes. Get him off the court. And then substitution. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I read the book, The Jordan Rules, and it says that he would literally go to the scorer's table and say, Serious. And I've stayed and taken care of the fan, and That's it's worked right. out great for both of us. Is he ever going oh, to he, see he another kinda, He kind of shits on Mike uh, Russo. Uh, uh, Chris Russo here. Really? Well, not shits on him, but like, uh, I guess through passive aggressive. Yeah, unbelievably, it was about to go out of business. It was because it was all non-New York guys mm -hmm. talking about New York anything but New York sports. Right. What's he talking about there? He's talking about an, uh, the station that. Uh, yeah, I'll go back a little. He started ESPN Radio in New York. Asked them for a job. Problem was, they said to me. What
the business when I my first job I was uh, I came got out of college my first job I got I was editing a football magazine mm -hmm. and then I started writing a football book with a guy named Pete Helksham who was a famous NFL guy and I did the book with him and a guy named John Walsh who worked for ESPN was the guy who edited the book they had a magazine called Inside Sports Magazine some mm -hmm. of you folks might remember that it's before your time and they went against Sports Illustrated didn't make it okay right. so what happened was I used to have to go do interviews to promote the book so I started going doing these radio shows. When I'd go in and do the radio show, I'd say to myself, man, I am so much better than this guy doing the radio <laughs> show. I think I could do this better than him. Right. So I kept that in the back of my mind. And when the FAN started, I asked them for a job. Problem was, they said to me, we're bringing in guys from all over the country. You have a good job at CBS, but what we're going to do here at the fan is we're going to bring in the biggest guys. They brought in Pete Franklin, who was a big sportscaster from, uh, from Cleveland. Uh -huh. They brought in Jim Lampley. They brought in... Brian, uh, Greg Gumbel, they brought in all the different and people, Justin. all from outside New York, mm -hmm. and the fan tanked unbelievably. It was about to go out of business. It was because it was all non-New York guys mm -hmm. talking about what the fuck anything but New York sports. I, like, zoned right. out. Yeah. Finally, it's... the light went on. They got I must do the morning, Hard to listen. and they started looking for New York guys. Where they did Opie me, end up in this equation? This crazy oh. guy named Mad Dog, mm -hmm. put us together. Next thing you know, we were the number one station in America. Dog and I hate each other. We couldn't stand each other. We I don't know how you. Guys got yeah, there when you got together. Job. Were you good friends when you got together? In Vegas, it's gonna be it's called the MSG Sphere. It's mm -hmm. gonna be unbelievable. Sphere. But he left. Listen, he brought Phil Jackson in. He gave him a ton of money. He gave him carte blanche, and James Phil Dolan. basically yeah. decided to put his feet up and the retire. Yeah. The I mean, that's really what happened. I mean, and, and he basically I, I, stole sixty million dollars. Yeah, what he did, he did, he did. Mean, honestly, without a mask, without a gun, he stole sixty yeah. million dollars. I mean, as a Knicks fan, you know, we always have that initial hope of, like, yeah. oh, this is gonna work. Hey, they gave him a standing ovation the night he got there, yeah. and yeah. he thought, I got the right guy with the guy who runs the. There's a lot of money down the drain. Yeah. But he will give them so a So he was on their television show? Yeah. What was his rainbow at the end? Let's see. What? Here we go. What's at that? the end of their show, they have a rainbow with like us. Like, I bet you don't know this, but Mr. Rogers was a Navy SEAL sniper. You know what I'm saying? And Mr. Then were, Rogers. Yeah, uh, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, Can you pause that? Mr. He, Rogers, yeah. He got uh, Mike Francesa fell for... Uh, like an urban legend like there was one floating around about 10 years ago that mr rogers was a navy seal mm -hmm. and it was just like kind of kind of put like i think it was still myspace then but it was floating around every social media and he said it on the air he's like wow i did not know that, that uh, if he was a navy seal mr such a quiet guy he did like 20 minutes on this wow and then the next day it came out that it was all bullshit and uh, i guess they're asking him about it now okay 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 into people's minds it's a great great it's the best medium mm. people radio in radio when they see you when oh, you do tv they'll more. say hello when they oh, see I you when they do radio gonna... they think they know you they right. think they know everything yeah. about you yeah. they, they 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 think they're your best, best friend, friend. Yeah, Mike, it's so Mike, you've been my uncle for like 15 years you're in your house you're mm -hmm. lying in bed you hear them you hear it it's like you're in your head it's it's very intimate it's and it's very personal mm -hmm. nothing better than radio nothing nice. never give up radio Best one I don't care how because no one else you wants you to do anything. We will not. You still doing a podcast or no? Absolutely. Still doing a podcast. Okay. Never, Never stop. Okay. Are you still at Stu Leonard's? Still uh, shopping at Stu Leonard's? At least it's cool with podcasts. It's not like Howard Stern. I live in Long Island. Where, there's no Stu Leonard's on Long Island. That was a, that's like one of the urban legends that you... No. Can you pause it for I've never been in Stu Leonard's. You know Why is your pop filter Yeah, wet? I was about to ask that as well. You have like a line of... drooling? What's going on? Right there. Oh, this? Popka! Oh, your coffee. Oh. Mm.
probably. See. Oh, okay. All right. But you were relaxing a little bit there. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, I guess. You know what's another crazy urban legend right, where I pulled out my ass the other day on the show? Here we go. Uh, I was listening to your show one day, and you were talking about Captain Kangaroo and Mr. Rogers being Navy SEALs, and I remember that, and I was like, and I brought it up on the show, I was like, I bet you don't know this, but Mr. Rogers was a Navy SEAL sniper. You know what I'm saying? And Mr. I never, Rogers. Yeah, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, not Captain Kangaroo, Mr. Yeah, Rogers, Mr. yes. Rogers, yeah. yeah, that was one of those urban legends. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I, I heard it on your show, and that's I was true. like, that's true. He's, like, he's still saying it's true. It's true. <laughs> that's right. Does he know what an urban legend is? He's still saying it's true. He thinks he himself is an urban legend. <laughs> that's amazing because somebody called up his show the next day after he yeah. said that and was like, that's not true. Fake like, news. He doesn't and, hear the haters. No, but no, but he actually answered the guy. I was like, okay, I did not know that. Okay, yeah. well. But now he's saying it's true again. But he also, yeah, I, I, I don't understand. Wow. He just made it true that he believed it. I know. I what the guy it, is saying about him. Can you run that back? Because it sounded like. Yeah, no, he was saying it's true. They brought it up to him, and, and he goes, "Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, not Captain Kangaroo, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers being Navy SEALs." <laughs> and I remember that, and I was like, and I brought it up on the show. I was like, I bet you don't know this, but Mr. Rogers was a Navy SEAL sniper. You know what I'm saying? And Mr. I never, Rogers. Yeah, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, not Captain Kangaroo, Mr. Yeah, Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, 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 that was them. one of those urban legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I heard it on your show, and I was like, "That's true." I was like, "I heard it on Mike. I heard it on Mike. It's true." That's right. That's right. I don't yeah, know. Heard, I don't. They inform you. I'm not sure. You go either way. So tell me yeah. about. Tell me what. How, how this started okay. the rainbow. Tell me how this started. Uh, we used to give out rocks that were decorated to the right. guests to match the guests or whatever. But then that was too. So the advertisement. Whatever. As stupid as a box of hammers. If you want to enlighten any young broadcasters, here's the one thing I would say. Oh, for us. And I've said this since I was a little kid, and I always believed this. I remember having a paper out when I was nine years old, going up to all these big houses. You have to go up and collect every week. I delivered Newsday. I say, man, someday I'm going to have a house like this. I used to, you know, say, oh, someday I'm going to have a car like that. Right. Dream it and do it. If you believe it, you can do it. And I and I believe that. There's nothing getting your way. Don't let anybody stop you. Don't mm -hmm. let anybody step on your dreams. I if like you that really passionately believe it, you yeah, can get sure. it done. I like that. You can do anything you want as long as you aspire to the lowest rung of the industry you're in and stay in radio. <laughs> I love radio. No one's fucking asking you to do anything else. That's the whole problem. You left radio yeah. to try to do other things, pitching all this shit, and no one wanted you to do it, so you're back in radio hawking your fucking dumb app to try to scrounge up some money for that shit. Wouldn't it be amazing if Mike Francesa called in right now to defend himself? Please call in. I will not back down one... Iota, you fucking fat tub of shit. The number to dial, Mike, Use your is 213. Why not? 213-943-3688. Okay. 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 Is he worse than Steve Harvey, your opinion? No. Uh, he is not uh, doing... Like high interest debit cards. That's a fair point. Like he's not trying to scam his audience unless mm -hmm. you would call downloading his app a scam. Right? And he's also not overtly bigoted, I guess. He's dumb. Oh, and I'm sure he's privately very bigoted. Right. I agree, but I can't I can't um he has the the sense not to do it over the air. Yeah. He said some like prejudice things, but not like overtly bigoted yeah. like Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey's yeah. just straight up bigot. For me, like as much as we shit on Mike Frances. I did spend a good chunk of my teens and 20s listening to him oh, yeah. on an almost daily basis. Uh -huh. Like before I realized, oh, there's the internet. You could listen to things besides local radio. <laughs> right. Awesome. 
Me too. It was him every fucking day. I used well, to that's listen. radio. That's the power of radio. You got nothing else. Yeah. When I was in my teens and twenties, and like I had really, I would just sleep until like three in the afternoon and and uh, wake up. You know, I wake up at three in the afternoon and go to sleep at like you know six or seven, mm-hmm. and I would listen to the entire overnight. And it was either Steve Summers or it was Joe Beningo back uh-huh. then. Was the and Joe Beningo was not as bad as he is now. Like he used to be. Who is Joe Beningo? That's he's like the like Graves. He's like a like a sort of low rent. Mike Francesa, which is saying a lot, but he's like he's a, like the Met fan version of yeah. Mike Francesa. He's a dumber Mike Francesa. Yeah. Can uh, you also, for audio of him. He talks I'm just like, with that. With, just he, louder, like more yeah. screamy. Louder, yeah. Joe. It's spelled Benigno, B-E-N-I-G-N-O, but and he says Beningo. Looks wise. B-E-N-I-G-N-O. And just like looks wise, Joe Beningo makes Mike wow. Francesa look like Robert Redford. Yeah. Joe Beningo looks like he belongs on Dateline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going to midday. Of course, uh, Evan on vacation. He'll oh be back God. with us uh, next week. And uh, right now, we'll talk to Simon in Lake. And by the way, let me say this too, because we did not uh, do it. He sounds like Deuterino if Deuterino's balls <laughs> dropped. Oh, salty. Salty to the Deuterino. Salt of course, our toll free line is brought to you by Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun. Unlimited possibilities await you. I mean, you can son, plan your stay at mohegansun.com. And Simon in Lakewood, New Jersey's on the fan. Simon, how are you? Joe, good to talk to you again. How are you? I'm good, Simon. What's up? Happy holidays. All right. You get it. You get it. Yeah. And he doesn't say anything insightful or of value in any way. Well. Like most sports talk guys, am I right? Yeah, Yeah. but he's extra bad. He's awful. Him and Francesa both, their like main qualities that they're really old and remember old shit. Yeah, that's a good But point. like they don't really have like any nuance to it. Right. They're just like no facts. Yeah. And names. Well, for me, one of the things about Mike Francesa though also is that he's such a fucking train wreck that it's like you can laugh at him and mm-hmm. there's entertainment value derived from that. Yeah. Joe Berningo is not like yeah. b- good bad. He's just bad. He's just a hard listen. Yeah. Okay. You're right, Rob. What about Joe Causey? Oh, Who? that fucking guy. Who is that? That sounds familiar. He's like the WCBS FM today. He's like oh. the cousin Brucey of today. Oh, God. What about Kane? <laughs> I think that's who I used to listen to on the radio. The cousin Brucey of tomorrow. I saw Joe Causey, correct me if I'm wrong, had his stomach stapled or something because he used to be like a big 500-pound tub, and now he's like sort of... But I don't know if... And then I thought I saw him again recently. He was fat again. But I'm not sure. Sometimes it doesn't take... Yeah, well, his what his journey is, but uh, I saw him on one of these little local public access like Bcat shows, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe it wasn't public access, it was like a community channel, yeah. and he was doing a. I think it was New York One. New York oh. One has a has a dining out show, and uh, they're moving in on uh, Roland's turf here, and uh, he they showed Joe Causey, this gigantic fucking guy. Sitting at a at a restaurant, like opining on all this, eating in front of the chef. Oh, this is so good, such good food. And I always thought that was after his stomach stapling. So I was wondering you if he something? blew up again. Yeah, look, you're right. This is what he looks like now. Yeah. And that's what he used to look like. Yeah, you don't show his body in any of those pictures either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I remember seeing him in person, and he was way bigger than this. Oh, pasta fazul there. <laughs> Here's him at. CBS FM. CBS FM, baby. It looks like, like uh, Uncle Fester there. <laughs> and I, I guess this one's more recent. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, now he looks like wait. a normal person. Yeah. So I was right. Good for me. Oh, here. <laughs> Before. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. He's a load. Oh, no. He's a load. <laughs> I don't know. He might be a nice guy. I don't need to pick on him, but. Probably not, though. Just very, yeah, it's very boilerplate, uh, you know. Hey, we're going to play the platters and love and spoonful and blah, blah, blah. You know. He had a few too many spoonfuls, apparently. <laughs> and they love them. Platters. Love <laughs> <laughs> and spoonful on my platter, baby. <laughs> that was the theme of his show. It was just food-related acts. Yeah. I love all these radio guys that they always elevate radio to some kind of art form or something. You just can't get another job. It's just because it's like such an easy gig for right. that. I mean, I understand <laughs> it. I totally like if I, hey, if I had a gig on radio, I'd right. be elevating it. Just right. No. Well, no. I, I mean, oh, I don't Rob, begrudge them to. doing radio. Sure. But I don't. Yeah. But my point is like, why do you got to like delude yourself? It just is what it is. Like they're making it like they're choosing to do radio. They could be in fucking yeah. Hollywood or something. Right. Yeah, I agree. Or maybe they can't get into Hollywood. But no, they definitely can't get into Hollywood. No. They got yeah. the face for radio. It's okay. like Mark and Brian. They tried with their TV show. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. The Adventures of Mark and Brian. Yeah. <laughs> and what I, was the adventures? They were just pranking uh, were they people. They sang with the Temptations. Oh, that kind they of thing. They did a stunts. I honestly never I, I, watched I grew, that. I grew up with those guys listening oh, to them. Yeah. Oh, was that Los Angeles? L.A., yeah. yeah. That and Rick Dees. Mm. Oh, he wow. also had yeah. a TV show, right? Yeah. Rick Dees Into the yeah. Night. Dick the worst late night TV show in history. Yeah. Where's the Magic Johnson? It's right up there. Chevy Chase? Yeah. Chevy Chase. Pat Sajak? Pat yeah. Sajak. Oh. Pat Sajak was just boring. Yeah. Chevy yeah. Chase was like a fire. And Danny Carvey had the best writers and the best stuff. Oh, God. Well, that, but that was that a was sketch a show. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't a late night show, but yeah. Yeah, no, it, was, it was bad. Pretty teasing to the night. What about that Joan Rivers show? Remember when she had a Fox show? Yeah. That was pretty yeah. bad. And she's good. I yeah, love her. Johnny Carson blackballed her. Yeah. <laughs> And then Arsenio took over, basically, for yeah. her show. Yep. Memories. Well, Not blackballed. Well, he had two of them. <laughs> How do you know? Don't ask. Don't tell. <laughs> um, I like balls. <laughs> you can put anything um, up the butt. Speaking of uh, putting things up the butt. Oh, no. What? what let's is talk this? about Tools, Maynard, James. Oh, Keenan. Finally. I didn't want to talk about this last week. And it's been very difficult for me to practice ethical journalism. In general. As usual. In yeah. general. Yeah. Uh, no, so or what happened... any kind, really. Well, basically what happened was some... The, oh, like two Fridays ago, somebody created a Twitter account. I was 17. He was 36 is the Twitter handle. And this person uh, alleged that she went to see a perfect circle and nine inch nails in 2000 with her boyfriend. She was 17 at the time and that she got invited by herself backstage and then eventually uh, into Maynard's bus. Butt or bus? Bus. Not sure though. Uh, and then just kind of like whipped his dick out. Uh, well, let, let me read this so I don't mess up the story. There's I don't going to be so many good drops coming. Dirty <laughs> dick. <laughs> he led me to a bed in the back on the bus and closed the door. He put on fear and loathing in Las Vegas. I decided to watch a few minutes and at least have a weird story to tell my boyfriend later, who was not back there, obviously. 
Yes, 17 year olds can be naive. This is why older men target teenage girls. He started rubbing my neck. At this point, I fell silent. He started talking about the film, Johnny Depp, Hunter S. Thompson, while he started taking his pants off. All I could do was sit there looking at the movie, unable to move. I froze, so he had to move my body into a missionary position. He pulled off my cargo pants. He forced himself in. There was no attempt at warming up. I mention this because this wasn't about sex. This was about raping me as fast as he could. He penetrated my vagina without a condom, moving rapidly while I lay there frozen, stunned in, in stunned silence. If I sound clinical, it's because it has been a long time and I've tried to push down any sort of fear or shame that comes with rape. There was no consent made. I was not high. I was clean. He did not seduce me. He forced me quickly, taking advantage of my paralyzed state. And <clears throat> she says that eventually she got tested and she got HPV. And the thing is, though, this was a anonymous Twitter account. Yeah. She offered no proof, no way to but contact like what? her. What proof could she have that this many years later? Uh, photo of the ticket, picture, anything, of his, picture of his tool. Why, you think she kept the ticket from ticket from the night she got raped as a well, souvenir? Look, here's what I'm saying. Okay, well, first of all, what would that prove? There were probably like ten thousand people yeah. that didn't get raped either. No, but she could have gone and like done like you know like the thing with the rape kit, like and, and gotten his DNA and stuff. Sure, but I mean it was a different time. This was two thousand. But they had rape kits back then. I mean, just the uh, the information was never reported. Yeah, the information wasn't available. Mm. But like, not even that. Like, just being able to be reachable so that someone, like, it, so a journalist can reach out to to her. But yeah, maybe she doesn't detail. care about that. Maybe she just right. wanted to say her truth and hey, be done with it. That's totally fair. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it's really. Uh, it makes it tricky to report on. It, exactly. Thank you, Darren. It makes it tricky to report on because it might set a bad precedent of like anybody could just create an anonymous account. And tell, now I have no reason to believe this person would be lying. And, you know, like it seems like a, a very intricate lie to tell. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is that like tool fans are like stumbling over themselves to try to like invalidate this. And yeah, we shouldn't do that either. I agree with Sid that we should not like dismiss it as untrue. It's just you got to have a higher bar. When yeah, you exactly. Right. That's how I story. feel as well. I agree completely. And that's kind of why I didn't report on it until there was something. And like ideally, you know, with these with stories like this that come out with the Me Too movement, any of these claims, you you'd note that. When these outlets write about these stories, they were like, we were able to verify with this person's mother that shortly after the incident, the, that uh, she relayed to her mother a very similar story. You know, like someone yeah. that they told. Mm -hmm. And like, at least that. Well, there was said, nothing like she that. She said her boyfriend was like waiting outside. Exactly. Like, so, like, like we don't know who she is to ask right. the boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah. That, so that's why it became tricky to report on. And then... Uh, some outlets did write about it. Some smaller websites wrote about it, and then it kind of well. snowballed, and then to the point that <laughs> no, a few bigger outlets, like uh, uh, Brooklyn Vegan, wrote about it, and then to the point that Maynard made a statement, and the statement was that you know wasn't true, and oh, so he responded to it. Yeah, here's what he said on Twitter. On Twitter. 
Many thanks to those of you who saw right through this despicable false claim that only does damage to the Me Too movement. And shame on those of you who perpetuate this destructive clickbait. I'm sorry, the, the, the dog toy is ruining the gravitas of this <laughs> rape story. I mean, like, I mean, it's, have it's, some respect. It's adding levity to it. <laughs> it's fine. And, uh, as for my delayed but unrequired response, I had my phone off. You should try it. That sounds like a very Ken Pierce line. Here's the thing. Both things can be true, right? Like, she could have been raped. But he also could have not realized that what he was doing was rape yeah. when he was doing yeah, it. Yeah, it was right? a very different time, yeah. And the what's kind it doesn't of doesn't make him not guilty of yes. you know, sexual assault. Well, it's a, a more unenlightened so when was this? Like late nineties, is it? Two thousand. Two thousand so the year two thousand. This is pre nine eleven, man. We were all living different. I just think that uh, there was a lot of worse attitudes towards, mm -hmm. uh, especially for a guy that probably has sex like 80 times a week. With so girls. what's cut, like because of this yeah, on the Reddit know. and everything and in the, in the message boards, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. other women were sharing stories, stories and it was similar, but different in the sense that uh, the story, the gist of the story, the jizz be, of the story, the jizz, oh. <laughs> whose jizz was it? So a roadie who most of these other all of these other people described a male roadie whereas the accuser described a female oh he was tech. off for the night it was his mom a male roadie would bring these women uh to a back room bring them to this harem harem <laughs> or bring a harem of women i guess would be the proper way to say it right. uh so like seven or eight and then like maynard would kind of come in and mingle for a few minutes and then leave the room, and then the roadie would be like, pick two women and be like, he's chosen, you get the road. That's like an, yeah, you like get the road. The bachelor. Yeah. yeah, this is better than that. <laughs> it's like Rock of Love. Rock of love. With yeah. and, and then he bones two women or whatever. And then, like, there were other women who, who's, who said that, like, a roadie would come up, come up to them and be like, hey, do you know who the singer of Tool is? And they would be like, oh, no. Maynard. And he would be like, oh, do you want to meet him? You're at a tool show. And then, and then the girl would say... Somebody's girlfriend, duh. Well, then the girl would say, the can my... don't listen to metal. Can oh, my, my boyfriend come? And the roadie would say, sorry, he's not into dudes anymore. Oh. Just, <laughs> oh, that's a joke? Or he's <laughs> really joke. not into dudes anymore? Oh, he was. I mean... Could be not a could, joke. Could be not a joke. He's very, very progressive. Uh, the rapist is very progressive. He's a progressive rapist, Sid. Well, alleged, right? We, there's no proof that he is a, a rapist. It's like the old Kids in the Hall sketch about the shark who cries after he eats people because <laughs> he feels guilty. <laughs> he's a uh, progressive sexual predator, should yeah. we say that? Not rapist. Uh, well, in his autobiography, he doesn't uh, make any secret about uh, his love for the ladies. And like, let me read this passage and, and, and let me know how you how you guys take it. Shoot. My biggest concern was to get laid. My priority was to be validated, to be desired. This was my ticket to undo all of the dismissive behavior from my family and teachers and the army of people that had ignored my potential. It was my chance to have somebody who I didn't even know and who didn't even know me give me everything in a moment without question. Just surrender. Mm. I never had that. That power was new. Mm. Sounds like a Bumble profile. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wait, so who said that? That was Maynard. Maynard in his autobiography. Mm. 
right. So very weird, very weird story, but I think it kind of, uh, of Pat, like, I feel, I, I feel like, yeah, the story is not done yet because she did eventually, uh, put up an email address. Mm -hmm. Did you email her? Uh, I did not email her, but multiple outlets have emailed Could you her. just email her one question, Rob? Corner oh, flour tortilla. Thank you. Come on, Sid. What? She'd probably be refreshed if one person is actually asking something not about the worst moment well, she, of her fucking but life. But she wants to get her story out. Like, this is... How do you know that's not part of the story? Yeah, what if he assaulted her with a flour tortilla? And she likes corn now. Yeah. yeah. She it was a, very detailed in this. See, we never she ask was, how people yeah. came by their preference. Yeah. It could have been a rape or, or related. Oh, Jesus this does This doesn't seem like the <laughs> It could have been, Rob. I didn't say definitely was rape related. You're telling me that couldn't happen? I will say straight up, though, uh, corn tortillas are the tortillas of rapists. <laughs> hey, I just had corn tortillas yesterday. Well, rapists? Yeah. But tacos make you feel better, though. It's true. Ah, true. Cheese tacos. With the cheese crust. I just had some pork tacos today. Oh, no. I had a pork taco yesterday. We had some leftover uh, pork pork tenderloins mm. that my wife made. Mm. And I stuffed them in some hard shell tacos this mm. morning. So you're a corn guy, too. Yes. Hard shell is different. For hard shells yes. only. The corn versus flour is a soft shell discussion. Yep. And soft shell corn is disgusting. Agreed. I would agree. But back to rape. Yes. So you're saying people have reached out to her via email. Has she responded? Is there any new information? I, there has been nothing new, but uh, I feel like some things are going to start Bubbling. coming out. Yeah. And some other artists, she retweeted other people being like, oh, it happened to me too Wayne with Static. another famous artist. What? Wayne Static. Yeah, I'm just other like shitty like metal frontmen of the era. Wait, Maynard raped Wayne Static? Yeah, <laughs> that's why his hair is like that. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> I always think of Bernie when I think He is of dead, him. right? Bernie? Wayne Static? Yes, he's yeah. dead. Our Maybe friend Bernie, not Bernie Sanders. <laughs> we have a friend that looks just like Wayne Static. Bernie Sanders. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a friend. Do you have a friend that looks like Bernie Sanders? No. Bernie well, Sanders is my friend. He's an people. accountant who looks like Bernie Sanders. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. A lot of people in the would look like Bernie Sanders. Speaking of the olds, D. Snyder. No, still? He's still alive. Still old. We should get um, him on the show. So. That's <laughs> well, he's putting out. Difficult. He's putting out a new solo album for the love of metal. I just meant to make the curse happen. Yeah. And, oh, come on. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Come on. Uh, so his, his solo album for the love of metal is coming out July 27th. And what's interesting is it was produced by Hatebreed's uh, frontman Jamie Josta. Oh. And uh, it's kind of cool because it sounds like Hatebreed with T. Snyder singing. Is over, that cool? It. It, it works. Take a listen. Well, let me know if it works. You call and ask him. The rain has nothing to fear when you Very power metal. 
Actually, this is the second thing. I, here's the first one that's a little more hardcore. Uh, Hard HXC. I did not just say that. The old New York. Yeah, it's the old D. Snyder. <laughs> I'm into it. I like the guitar. I want to know who plays guitar on it. That's okay. If you told me D. Snyder was making new music, I would. It was better than what I would picture in my mind. Yeah. I'll say that. It kind of sounds like Testament a little, but yeah, yeah. with with his vocals, not the vocal, part. not the vocals, no. Man. Yeah. Thank you. Can we do this track or track? This sounds like generic, like industrial, hardcore kind of stuff from like the mid '90s. Yeah. Like it, this is the the musical evolution for a guy from the '80s. Is to sound like <laughs> something from the early '90s. Yeah. <laughs> So do, you, do you thrash it or trash it? <laughs> I mean, the production is fine, but it's boring. Yeah. I get, I'll give it like a 49% trash. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. It's not. Wait, if you're giving it a 49% trash, and that means you're 51% thrash, so that means it's a ding. No, I think he meant... I know what he meant. He meant he On a 0 to 100 scale of 100 being it's... awesome and 0 being horrible. This uh. is just on the trash side. Mm, to reiterate... I understand. I just think it's not apocalyptically bad. It's just, like you said, boring. And it's I didn't need this in my life, you know. You remember that band Gravity Kills? Yes. Where every song on all their albums was one word? This well, every song title? I never heard probably more than one song. But so that's what know. this reminds me of. And that was like 1995, maybe? Mm. Cue up some Gravity Kills, Rob. Get off your phone. It's the first time anybody's thought of Gravity Kills in at least 15 years. Well, I will thrash it because I was very impressed with it. Impressed? Impressioned? How much of an ad campaign do they buy on Metal Injection? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> the fix is in. Uh, I... I... Wait. Can I do my thing again? Yeah, what's yours? Wait, no one, no one didn't give her a thing. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like um, I would... I mean, like, I really enjoyed listening to that, and I feel like I would listen to this album once, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, and like, really thrash it, but probably never listen yeah. to it again. Yeah, agreed. So, like, you'd, you'd message a lot of people the next day on GChat and be like, hey, did you hear the new D Snyder? It's actually really good. And then you'd never think of, that would be the last time you thought about it. <laughs> right, but I don't talk to anyone on GChat, oh. so. Oh, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't I'll message anybody it. about it. Probably I just have... talk about it on the show. <laughs> Go on WhatsApp and tell people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up? Uh. Let's hear Gravity Kills. Gravity More kills. of that shit? Okay, fine. It's called Guilty, one word. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that entire album, every title is one word. Sounds like Nine Inch Nails and Ministry. Yeah. Oh, and that's all he says? Well, there's other words, but... This kind of like it sounded cutting edge 20 well, years ago. All their albums appear to be their first 
Oh, never mind. You hit with two words. Oh yeah, no. All the first album is called Gravity Kill, so that's two words. Perversion. And super starved. Remix album called Manipulated. I wonder what became of these guys. Gravity killed them. Ah, they <laughs> fell off a building. <laughs> so what was that band a few years ago? Early Graves, where the lead singer died in a car accident? <laughs> oh. they, no, they were at a Lamb of God oh. show. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. I was thinking about that the other day for some reason. I don't remember why. What, the, the car early, accident? Early or Graves. The, I think, not bad. Just ironic band names. Or that be become retroactively ironic. <laughs> Silence. Yeah. Not silent enough. Oh. Right, we had enough of this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay, thank God. Uh, well, it looks like the band was still active in 2016. They were supposed to put out an album in 2017, but it's TBA. I remember in like 96, the Sex Pistols had this like amazing reunion tour, mm -hmm. and Gravity Kills was one of the opening acts. Oh. And even then, I was like, "That why? <laughs> huh? What are they? Who are they trying to get with Gravity Kills as the open? Just get a couple of punk bands." I bet uh, John Lydon probably like was like, "No, they're, yeah, they're great. They should they're never let him great. Get him in there." You know? <laughs> they sound like Public Image Limited, probably. Fuck out of here. She just gotten like rancid and not know the casualties, so I could have gone but shown up late. <laughs> What was the crowd like? At the I didn't Pistols go because oh. I was like, it's expensive and these openers are horrible. And also the Sex Pistols guys are like 800 years old. There's no way this is going to be good. Hmm. I heard Public Image Limited before I heard the Sex Pistols. Oof. Is that weird? Um, that's just unfortunate for you. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Would never was into either, really. That the much, Sex Pistols, but... I mean, are good for what they are. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously it's not technically sound or anything, but it's a very important historical document. Right. And the songs are catchy. It's like Citizen Kane. It's like it's like it has a place in yeah. movies, but it yeah. bores the shit out of me. That's fair. So, I did so listen far. to that record a lot, but Public Image Limited, I tried, and it's just those post-punk things that try to be to sound super smart, but really it's just noise mostly. Not my thing. What was the first PIL? Was it eighty eighties, early eighty three? Something like that. Or something like that. Maybe even earlier than that. I'm not sure. Let me look it up. Because the Sex Pistols were done pretty early, and he formed PIL like shortly thereafter oh boy 78 no yeah okay oh my god okay I have gravity kills news oh no uh, <laughs> did we just kill them <laughs> uh, okay so apparently they broke up in 2003 but back in December of 2017 the frontman of industrial rock band gravity kills survived a five-story fall from an apartment building are you fucking Jeff, serious? Jeff Shield was found unconscious on top of a damaged vehicle. So the name After of the band was wrong. Didn't kill him. <laughs> After That's fall, incredible. He fell from a fifth floor window. Alcohol is not believed to have been a factor. Yeah, it was meth. It was gravity. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Is that a real story? Is that from like the hard times yeah. net or no, whatever? It's from rivetingnews.org. Mm. <laughs> he should have riveted Rob, his foot to something. Yeah. It wouldn't have fallen out a window. Rob, could you do some follow-up reporting with that guy? See if he's okay. Well, they're, they're on Twitter, and like if you tweet at them, they do respond. And <laughs> How they do just you know all of this so quickly? Because I did Lord. research right now You're while you good. guys are talking. Rob, why do you do all these stories about whether the guy from Gravity Kills is okay and don't represent the obscure band that 20 people like that I'm in love with? 
<laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, Shield's friend, Matt Dudenhofer. <laughs> El Dudenhofer? He's in the chat right now. El Duderinohofer was visibly shaken and on the verge of a breakdown. Mm. I'm just so glad he's alive and I didn't have to say goodbye. I know I would have... I, <laughs> I would down in grief. That man never hurt anyone. <laughs> didn't have a single enemy. Except that person he landed on. <laughs> <laughs> Most rock stars are all about... Rock love. stars! Yeah, okay. Are all about love, sex, and money, but not Jeff. <laughs> he was so kind, you could beg and borrow anything from him. Yeah, he was no Maynard. He never raped anyone. <laughs> if he ever met you, he'd never forget your name. Sid. <laughs> he had so much going for him. I can't believe someone would try to take it all away. What is he talking about? Did somebody push him? <laughs> Is that what the deal is here? Did you see? It was a lead singer stabbing westward. Wait a minute. There can be only one! <laughs> Side note, stabbing westward, great band. Great you always say band. that. I only know their hits and then... They're okay. Once they stopped trying to be a direct Nine Inch Nails clone, they got it's a lot a, It's a very dated sound, though. I feel. Sure. Did you see that, uh, speaking of gravity killing, a, a sign fell on these two women? Yes, it's right over here. <laughs> a few blocks away from here. <laughs> that fucking video terrifying. is fucking disturbing. And the woman so, didn't die, right? It's no. so, it looks like a cartoon. Yeah. It's these two women, and one of them gets completely squashed by this giant sign. Like a falling sign from a storefront. We yeah. have to share this tomorrow. Where is social this? media. Like where where did this happen? What street? Do you remember? 94th and 4th. Oh, okay. Ugh. Wow. That's right next insane. to my bank. Yeah, they're just walking and chatting and then this boom, this fucking thing just falls on both of them. And then these people rush over like just random people just turn it over and because that's that. Bay Ridge for you. Yeah. I bet it was Chris DiStefano and Giannis Papas. It's because yeah, they were... Yeah. I'm hungry. What do you want to eat? I don't know. Because they were white women. That's why. <laughs> that was like some Pakistanis under there. They would have picked up the sign and then dropped it on. Oh, the Middle this. Eastern people don't go that far west. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. But if they happen to be <laughs> over there, no, oh, no, they'd well, still be under that sign. I'll tell you that. Well, the owner of that business taught him a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did it have a sensor for one? Uh, like just a got Pakistani a screwdriver person? and climbed up there. And... Oh, it was a manual. Okay. <laughs> I thought that I was giving them credit for higher tech than that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, the guy thought that manual was the one that would be hit by the horn. No! <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I enjoyed that a little too much. Rob, what are you so preoccupied with? Pay attention. Plain, plain I am crush. paying attention. Candy Crush. You relaxing over there? No, I'm. I'm He's jerking it. That fucking uh, mic Roland. cover is uh, a little sticky again. Come man. <laughs> What's Rob doing? Where, where are his hands? One's on his pee pee. Oh, <laughs> <Rob>. <laughs> Inappropriate. You have a guest. Inappropriate touching. Not in front of your dog. Oh, she's seen worse, I'm sure. <laughs> she's seen you stretch your ball. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> Of course, I assume. I try not to look at her though, because it like just ruins oh, my concentration. Can I like when Bruno jumps on the bed? Of course. When I'm doing it, it's so. When you're stretching I'm... your balls, what do you mean when no, you're doing it? No, not that. Like solo or with somebody? When I'm relaxing. With somebody or by yourself? Oh, relaxing by yourself. I'm talking about relaxing by myself. Yeah. It's just like the other day, I like, like kicked him off the bed. You ever give you a big lick down there? No, he's Before not a licky move. dog. He's not a licky dog. <laughs> licky dog is the episode title. That's <laughs> <laughs> done deal. Bobka is a licky dog, yeah. but I want to clarify. 
<laughs> Nothing well, has that's been because like... your balls are like so high up. She can't reach it yet. You ever uh, put a little peanut butter down there? And, you know, uh, no, 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 no. Your I... babka. That's disgusting. Not for the dog. <laughs> she doesn't know. Just Get a few hairs butter. in there, whatever. They're covered in hair. They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's disgusting to us. <laughs> don't be so close-minded, Rob. Babka, we're, we're just did, friends. Where did Rob make you lick him? <laughs> she doesn't want to talk about it. Show us on Sid where oh, Rob put no. the peanut butter. <laughs> Here, girl. Good girl. <laughs> Good job. Don't stop. <laughs> I'm talking about her. Good girl. Yes. A I had a very nice day with Bobka on Sunday. Good girl. Now, uh, Bobka said it. Because I was marrying my sister. Oh, yeah. That's the second wedding that you went to. <laughs> I didn't marry my sister. I married her off. You officiated the wedding. Yes, I officiated <laughs> the wedding. Rabbi, 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 Rabbi. Would you? Would that be your honorific uh, title? I should have. I said I when I went to the. I guess it depends. It's reverend. Officially, it's reverend. But, but you could be whatever the person wants. Right? Yeah. Well, I was officially like I was flustered. I could have said rabbi. They were like, they were like, what is your uh, title? Oh. And I'm like, what are my options? Like and she mister? was like, and then she like, my question, what are my options? Was like, I, I confused the hell out of her. It's like I asked her a difficult math question. She was like, no, what is your title? And I'm like, yeah, I understand. Like, what are my owner of metalinjection.net? <laughs> no, no. She's like, what? I'm like, president. No, this is what I said. I'm like, what are my options? I know I could be like Reverend. What else? Reverend. Okay, great. I'm putting down uh... Reverend. No, no, no. What are my options? Reverend. Okay, next. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Let's get it over. Can you change it? I have to probably like fill out. Pay. I don't want it. I didn't even think I was going to do it more than once. I did it uh, this past spring for my friend. My friend asked me to marry him. And his wife, his wife, uh, officiate the wedding, and I did that, and I it just so happened that my sister wanted to have a smaller ceremony, well, and not. How many, uh, like Christian or Catholic weddings have you done? And how many Jewish ones have you done? One in one, baby. All right. So do you, do you get taxes though too? Do you get tax write off because you're reverend now. Oh my God, Rob! Yeah, I, I have to look yeah. into that. Well, that's why they yeah. reverends. Universal Life Church, baby. Oh my God, you might be tax exempt. You better tell your lawyer. No, your accountant. <laughs> I'll and tell my lawyer. lawyer too, just just to be safe, because I'm sure a lawsuit is coming from the IRS for <laughs> back taxes. <laughs> hey, Mister Lawyer, I'm taxing you. Okay, well we'll be here. You'll you'll. <laughs> I'll be hearing from you soon then. Um. One thing that's really uh, uh, bothering me. <laughs> offending me a is little an bit. Infection? I mean, offending me is a is a heavy term because it's like, Gang what do green? I care? But the old guitarist of Carnivore, Carnivore, of course, being Peter Steele's Peter band Steel. before Psycho Steel. Negative. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah. and Carnivore was his far superior thrash band. I mean, I love Typo Negative, but I love Carnivore. And so the guitarist got a new band together, calling it Carnivore AD. And the bassist he got is like, he looks like a poor man's Peter Steele. Really? It's so gross. That's not good. Are you 
Are you sure it's no, not dead. Peter Steele and he faked his own death? Oh. Peter Steele. No, it it is definitely not Peter Steele. If the live cast curse works, then he'll die again after this show, because we just mentioned him. What if he puts out like eight posthumous albums like Tupac? Oh my god. Peter Steele, Peter Steele. Peter Steele. Peter Steele. Peter Steele. In stores, Peter Steele. It's gross. It's so gross. It's very bad. Oh, this it makes me upset. Trash it. Yeah, this is really. Just give me like, more D. Snyder instead. Sounds like it was recorded inside a tin can. This is the pro shot help test audio. So they're getting festival appearances now. Hmm. It's messed up. I'm sure that why he's not allowed to make money. He never tried to have his wife killed. He wasn't. He would put it this way: when we don't know that. Peter Steele, Peter Steele, reunited Carnivore a decade ago. He did not invite Keith Alexander. So this guitarist. So what? One other thing <laughs> I want to point out is so this guy Keith Alexander, mm -hmm. he put out an ad about uh, two years ago, okay, being like, "Hey, I'm the guitarist of Carnivore." And I want to start a, a band and we're going to play carnivore songs and we're going to get festival bookings and whatever. And so I posted like, is carnivore trying to make a comeback without Peter Steele? And it's I sort of the only way they could make a comeback. Well, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> the guy left this comment like, what kind of shoddy journalism is this? You could have reached out to me and asked me, no, I'm not trying to resurrect Carnivore. This is going to be a completely different band in the style of Carnivore. We might play a few covers. This is fake news. You should be ashamed of yourself. And like at the time, I was like, oh, man, maybe I was being presumptuous. Fast forward a year or two. I was completely right. Like, wow. But he was right that you didn't reach out to him and ask. Why? The ad said practically spelled it out. What's what, there to reach out for? What sound was that? <laughs> Chicken clucking. Mama, mama. Mama, mama. Wow, you make all these weird sounds when you're mad. Mama. Hope somebody isolates that. Mama, mama. We got Lita Ford talking about groupie culture. Is she for or against it? She said she and other musicians from the 80s openly embraced the sex and drugs typically associated with the rock and roll lifestyle of the era. She goes, everyone was just going crazy with the sex. With the sex. Ah, with the sex. Ugh, with the sex already. There you go. <laughs> Look at bands like Poison. They would have a room full of girls after the show and Brett and Cece and all the guys from Poison, they would just pick a couple of girls, not one, two or three. And they would make the others go back out into the audience and they would have their way. And the girls loved it. They would have the time of their life. It's like Maynard looked it, It's like them. Noah with the thumbtacks at work. <laughs> Putting them back in the drawer after picking her teeth. <laughs> am I, I going to regret telling that story when yeah, I You're going to regret stabbing your mouth with fucking needles. Yeah, exactly. She, continu she continues. Just like the girls at the Poison yeah. Show. Uh, Lita Ford continues. And with me... I always went with the rock stars. I got off on that because everybody else was going with the groupies. Mm -hmm. And here I am going with the rock stars. I'm so sure her groupies were also pretty disgusting anyway. Yeah. She said, kiss me deadly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Because <laughs> I was... <laughs> fatal herpes sores on your mouth. Because I was one of the only females out there. I was touring with all these guys and I was working with all these guys and meeting them in nightclubs and parties. It was awesome. Um... She says, 
Yeah, her activity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, compare Lena Ford to yogurt. <laughs> For senior Sadia. <laughs> so she's claimed to have slept with Jean Bon Jovi. Uh-huh. Jean Bon Jovi. Jean Bon Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, Eddie Van Halen, Nike Six, Richie Sambor. So she slept with John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambor. She has terrible taste in men. And of course, Tony Iommi, whom she was married to. More like Tony Yummy. All right. <laughs> he doesn't have that fingertip, so he could finger all night long. Yeah, he used to sell hot dogs by Brooklyn College. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I was talking about? <laughs> yeah, this Rose was during the downtime before yeah, Sabbath yeah. got yeah. back together. I wonder what that red shit was on his hands. <laughs> what was it, ketchup? Yeah, it was Rosasia. Do we have a voicemail? Okay. We, we do, voicemail? we do, we do, we do. We've got, we've got stuff to play. Sweet. Let's hear it. Uh, oh, and I believe we have some drops. Oh, maybe let's do that first. Or let's do voicemail first. What will Lita Ford do? <laughs> hmm? What will Lita Ford do besides ah. She would do KK French from uh, <laughs> Twisted Sister. Is that the guy's name? CC Deville. She couldn't get JJ French. JJ French. KKK French. KK Downing. Is that somebody? That's somebody, right? I have no idea. Yeah. Judas Priest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so first email is from Jason. He says. He says when Rob brought up Cupcake. I'm pretty surprised he didn't mention the absolute banger of a song she did with Charlie XCX. He said he's a longtime listener and he'd call him one of these days. And then he linked the song. Good job. That's a good producer right there. Oh, wait, no, this is. Wow, it's a little edgy. <laughs> Almost sounds D. Snyder ish. Charlie XCX would collabo with Cupcake. Why? She's a sexual being. That's true. This is a bit of a banger. It sort of sounds like Tegan and Sarah sounding now. This is what they sound like now. Really? Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Even the vocals sound like this. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Uh. Pussy tastes sweet because she ate her pineapples. I like that. I don't know if that's true. Pineapple and pussy she ate. Uh, <laughs> so that one, you can 
Listen to that. The song is called uh, Lip Gloss. That's the jammer. Pew, pew, pew! You can add it to your Spotify list after you listen to our show. <laughs> uh, and then the next one is from Dan B. We have this uh, email, email and a voice memo. Yeah. Uh, he goes, hey, Rob. I'm assuming that's who reads these. It's true. I'm the live cast listeners you very briefly met on 70,000 Tons of Metal, who called into the episode after that weekend. Just wanted to leave a voicemail with a couple of thoughts regarding your psychedelic conversation a couple of weeks ago, as well as some reflection on how I've been affected by your show. Hope it's not too long. Actually, it was last week that we talked about. Wasn't it? Yeah, so that's why... Said a couple of weeks ago. Oh, well. no. All right. Hey guys, it's Dan from Maryland, the caller who ran into Rava Noah on 70,000 tons a few months back. Uh, actually, Dan from Virginia now, just moved a couple weeks ago. Just want to let you guys know I've been catching up on the archives uh, for the last few months since I was something like 100 episodes or something behind when we wow. met. I uh, never stopped liking the show, just kind of dropped off for a bit. I kind of wish I had uh, called in a couple weeks ago when you guys were talking about your uh, psychedelic experiences, since those are always really interesting conversations to me. Uh, I've taken mushrooms dozens of times, acid maybe a dozen times, and they've really changed who I am in a positive way, I think. Mm. But of course, I can't say that's uh, necessarily the case for everyone, so I understand Darren's apprehension for sure towards psychedelics although for me there's a distinction between a bad trip and a difficult trip where a bad trip is more about your surroundings and your input or the people you're with kind of freaking you out while a difficult trip is more about uh, dealing with some buried anxiety or insecurity something that's already within you that you never really dealt with uh, definitely seemed like Darren's acid trip was a bad trip with the Mortal Kombat bullshit going on. Um, Anyway, I didn't mention it before, but I actually spotted Rob at the buffet the day before we met on 70K. And it was pretty surreal since I was peeking on a tab of acid, had taken a few like THC oil pills, and was starting to get pretty tipsy. So didn't quite uh, feel comfortable saying hi until the next day when I was just high and drunk, not tripping. (laughs) I'm sure you'd understand. Um, Absolutely what made me feel weirder about it while I was tripping was the thought of how bizarre it is that I know so much personal stuff about mm-hmm. you guys from <laughs> Rob's come tasting shenanigans to <laughs> Noah's whole thing with Sean and uh, not to mention all of you guys' pooping habits <laughs> um, and I'd be approaching you guys as a total stranger but the more I thought about it I recognized your guys' uh, shamelessness really helped me learn to give fewer fucks since I started listening to you guys at 16, about eight years ago. And uh, it made me feel a little more comfortable with even the weirdest or grossest stuff about myself. So serious kudos to all you guys, even though the show can be boiled down to really just a few friends fucking around shooting the shit. I think the show can have a really positive impact on listeners beyond just making them laugh. Uh, making people's shitty day jobs a bit better. Uh, so thanks for that. Keep doing what you're doing. Hope I can call in some point soon. Thanks. Oh, that was a very sweet voicemail, Dan. Oh, Thank you so much. God. Always it's said. Melted in my chair. And my one takeaway from that is the next time you see me on a cruise and you're peeking on a tab of acid, you better give me a tab too. Yeah, please bring it up for the rest of us. 
That would I would have totally done an acid trip on that cruise. Oh my god! Like that's the best place to do it because it's like, oh, your home, your bed yeah. is like two seconds and away. And I was so happy on that cruise because I knew I was starting a new job and getting rid of a job that I didn't like. So I would have loved it. You might have also just jumped off the side of the boat. No, no, no. you wouldn't. We wouldn't do. I, I wouldn't do that bit. much. Yeah, you would still be conscious of like. Hey but. guys, I like drugs. <laughs> Uh, there's a little more to the vo- uh, to what? the email oh. portion of it. Uh, Dan says, I also wanted to say that I had Ether Realm in my back pocket for a long while for a thrash it or trash it, since I was pretty confident you guys would dig that. Too bad somebody got to it first. Wow. Don't worry, they didn't get their prize. <laughs> but they're sick as hell, and I'm glad they got a unanimous thrash. They're friends of friends, and I met them when they played my alma mater, University of Maryland, at an annual local show that the Metal Club puts on a, a few years that the Metal Club put on a few years ago. Super nice guys with a ton of potential to really blow up. Anyway, I have a band called Hoth. I'd like to offer the next time you guys do a thrash it or trash it. They're from Seattle. And they're technically on a label, but it seems to be a local label that has literally one other act on its roster. Yeah, it's called Sub Pop. That's <laughs> yeah, been Nirvana. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll take a listen. Hoff? I thought this was his band, because he said, I have a band. Hoth. H O T H. Oh, Hoth. Star Wars. Oh, like Star Wars. Okay. What's the reference? It's okay. Ice Planet of Hoth. And oh, okay. And I'm kind of What is it, Roland, our expert? What I said. Why do you got to turn to Roland by it? No offense, Roland. No, but you can do <laughs> Roland, put the headphones well, on. That's a job of the hunt. We're gonna need that guy needs to lose some weight, okay? I got an Ice Planet of Puff uh, toy, like, playset when I was a kid, and I was like, that was like the best Star oh, Wars really? thing I ever yeah. had. Was it Lego? No. No, it was like a. Like, you had a sample parts of it, no, but it wasn't Lego. Yeah. Oh. I like the gallops. So good. Production could be a little better. This is what's up. going on inside Roland's stomach right now. <laughs> no. After eating that food. That's Galloping. I'm gonna sound like that once I start taking my shit. <laughs> put my cans up. You're not one that usually farts. Who? Okay. Is that enough? Yes. <laughs> yep. Well, it made Roland giggle. Are we formally doing yeah, a th- is this uh, sure. round table here or no? Let's okay. do it. Kick it off, Darren. Uh, it sucked. I like the I like the band, but the the vocals really turned me off. Not a fan. Nowhere. Um, I was. <laughs> I was a fan of the vocals, and I was a fan of the background music, so I thrashed it. I thought there was a butt coming. The butt comes here. <laughs> I agree with Darren. <laughs> the the vocals were not, not good. Roland, what did uh, you think? Leah Ford sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering if the vocalist is a woman, or is it a man? Because it, sound, it sounds to me like a chick. It sounds like a dude. 
an angry little man. I mean to be so so dismissive, but like like the bit like I was into the riff a little bit. I'm not saying it's a hundred percent horrible, but that just that vocal is so fucking bad. I actually like the vocals because uh the vocalist enunciate like I could understand what yeah, they were. Yeah, it's like black metal vocals, yeah, but it's yeah. like good production. But good. I'm not. Uh, that's not even my gripe with it. In fact, I, I I agree with you. I can understand basically what he's saying. That is something that I usually do not like when you you cannot understand. So I agree with you that it was a plus that you can understand. But just the the, the voice was so ridiculous. Like it takes me out of the music. Hoth is a duo. So I'm guessing it's a guitarist and a vocalist. It just takes me out of the music when it's so affected. It's the same. You know what? I can compare it to like that Brooklyn Girls song. Mm. Like I can't focus on what they're saying. So you're saying this is black metal Brooklyn Girls. Sort of, yeah. It's just so affected. It's like they're doing shtick almost. I'm into it. I give it a thrash. I thought they pulled off the black metal stuff. uh, You know, not everyone has to agree. The band is Hoff. The name is The Living Dreams of a Dead God. And I thought it was Hoff, like H-O-F-F, and it was like, just someone's last name, like Bon Jovi being the name of the band or something. Or a Hasselhoff reference? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a Hasselhoff the a Hoff. tribute band. But I guess not. Hoff. I would have maybe enjoyed that more. Maybe. Just maybe. I've been looking for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> you got some drops for us? Yeah. Freedom! Yeah, first one. <laughs> I miss the old Hoff. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> I was born a rich man's son. That's a Hoff singer. Oh, for fuck's sake. They're not oh. smelly, they're just staring. Is like anyone else hearing these? Yeah, yeah that, was like, that sounded like you left a load in your pants. I just cranked your headphones. How can you hear anything? <laughs> I hear it. Pretty loud. Make sure it's not his chair squeaking? No, he admitted to it. <laughs> <laughs> why, why? My farts are looking for freedom. Oh. Yeah, like they're getting out, too. Out of Rob's butthole. <laughs> They've escaped. All right, let's play some... Uh... That's Rob's fart singing a song in his colon. <laughs> uh, oh. Did that get over the mic? I hope that got on the air. <laughs> that sounded wet. I don't know how... I definitely heard it outside of my headphones. Yeah, that sure. I, heard. I heard it over the air. I so. heard your rectum flapping in the wind. <laughs> your Nothing rectum can be flap- gay unless penis goes in anus. Oh. Say that again. I didn't hear that. Sorry. I I say? Nothing can be gay unless penis goes in anus. Okay. That's is that true? Tell that to Elton John music. I mean, that's an opinion. No. I Show don't... me your enormous cock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Delivery of that. <laughs> Show me your enormous cock. <laughs> it's gonna be a ringtone. <laughs> it will be somewhere. I had a muffler shoved up my butthole. <laughs> Wait, do we know who submitted these? Do you say? Um, I I could look it up. Okay. I uh, duty hat on my penis. A what? A duty hat. I uh, duty hat on my penis. I think I don't know what that means, but that's what it sounded like. Uh, the person who sent this name is Chandler. Thanks, Last Chandler. name is not Bing. Uh. 
I bet he hears that all the time. What does he do for a living? Jared's all about the segregation. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> is Bruno dreaming? <laughs> Bruno's <laughs> having a seizure and Bob is very or, concerned. Or he's smelling Rob's farts. Oh, no, they just made it over there. Yeah, that's more likely. <laughs> Galuk Wutsuis. <laughs> what? Is that a... The death or yeah, no yeah. death. Kisa Minog Sprunga. <laughs> Kisa Minog Sprunga. Don't stop, Monica. Don't stop, Monica. Noah, we all know I am the top. <laughs> that one could be shortened to just I am the top. That would be useful. Ugh. Ah, no one knows. Ugh. <laughs> You gotta wind up the muffler and put it up in your butthole, baby. <laughs> the Dusty Rhodes muffler story. I love it. You're not a fan of the semen smell? <laughs> Maybe a homo wouldn't find it erotic. Oh, boy. Mmm, penis. <laughs> That's it. Rob's colon, please let me out. I'm sorry. I, I like the idea of Rob's fart singing a song as it's strapped in his colon. Oh. Makes me smile. Do, do we want to hear this muffler story? Muffler story? Let's hear this Tessie okay. Rhodes muffler right. story. What was the date? March. <laughs> We're talking about March, and I'm at the I'm at, I'm at the uh, the Allstate Center. It's Chicago, a three minute story, so bear with. Pause it. This is John Nord. It's the Viking from the, the Viking, right? The WWF tells the story about Dusty Rhodes. Does this need like a setup or anything, or no? The person he's talking about is Dusty Rhodes. That's, That's all you need to know. The horizon, Chicago, and you got Andre there. I work for Vern. I got Andre. I got Dirty Dusty Rhodes. I got. Uh, I got Jerry Blackwell, and I'm sitting there, I'm just, I got my football jersey on, all jock, and sh sitting there, but I'm shy. And I look out of the corner of my eye, and all three of these guys, Larry the Axe Hanning, are taking toilet paper and putting it around their fingers and sliding it off, and they're wedging it in their buttocks. <laughs> buttocks. Yeah, and they're not putting it up, but they're okay. wedging. And, and I'm looking out of the corner of my eye going, what the heck is that? And, and they did it because the real heavy guys got hygiene problems, like it gets greasy and stuff, all that. Okay, I don't got to go no deeper. Long story short, long story short, they had a great name for it, and it was called a muffler. <laughs> and right before, I'm wrestling Dusty. 10,000 people, I'm wrestling Dusty. Dusty well, comes, over, this. comes over and he goes, Big Johnny, you got your muffler in? Johnny, baby. <laughs> Big Johnny, got your muffler in? And I says, uh, no, I don't think I need one of them. So I go out to the ring, I wrestle, and now it's the end of the match, the finish, and I got a pile drive Dusty, and he's got a single head on, and I go to bring him up, and I didn't get him, because I never piled. What's a pile driver for people who don't watch wrestling? You lift the guy straight up, vertically, upside down, and then you like drop, sit down and drop him on his head. So his peen and his balls are like right in your face as this is happening, and ass. It's like a reverse 69, and yeah. then you drop them. I know. I was driving a guy before, I, I, I couldn't clasp my hand because he was too heavy. So now I panic, and I look at Vern, and he's by the door going, and I'm going to screw up the finish. You know, my job, I'm young, my job's not up. So I grab 
the singlet, and I grab it up and I just stretched it. But he didn't get up still. So it was like a wedgie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I dig up. Now I panic. I go, this son of a gun's going up now. <laughs> and I grab him. I grab his butt cheek. And I go, you're going up. And I dig in with like my fingers in sand. And I just go, I pull it and I pull his butt over to the side. His muffler fell out in the ring. No. Did he really? No, it fell out in the ring. I looked down and now I got him up. I look down, the muffler's like brown, yellow, and no. red. No. And I go. <laughs> Is there a video and of I this? I started getting sick. Well, next thing I know, the heckler started in the first, second row going, What's all you homo, you tampon fellow? <laughs> oh, that's you, right? Hey, what's that? Look at it. What do you Oh, that's you, right? <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm just like, oh, my, this didn't happen. And I pi right before I pile drive him, I heard Big Dusty go, Big Johnny, my muffler fell out. <laughs> that was that. I gotta go finish one else. Big Johnny, my muffler fell out. <laughs> my muffler fell out, baby. <laughs> I can't go to the pay window without my muffler, baby. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> but like, what's the benefit of having the muffler as opposed to just after the match you just go and you wipe your ass? Down? I think the idea is that during the match you don't want that uh, that um, secretion to like leak out onto your tights. Yeah, or in the and ring. be visible. Yeah, so it's absorbed by. Could you just wear like paper. an extra pair of underpants under your singlet, baby? Maybe. <laughs> But uh, or yeah. just put like a tampon. I, I assume and sell that to the the ring rats after the match. <laughs> I, I Maynard had a had a muffler and he tried <laughs> to sell it to these. Uh, oh I assume God. people don't do mufflers no more. Really? But Why? I want to transition. Oh, congratulations! To... <laughs> we support you, Rob. No, what is your pronoun. Rob? No. Uh, I I still uh, identify by he, him, his. Got it. Uh, but uh, now Dusty is telling a story. That somehow tops that gross story. Oh, look. <laughs> Dusty, when was the first time you saw Roddy Piper? The shocking story. Gio. And by the way, this is the oh, guy yeah. who the last story was just talking about his muffler fell out. This is the guy whose muffler fell out. The guy who's talking now. Just for non-wrestling fans. That's Cat, by the way. When was the first time you saw Roddy Piper? The shocking story, Jr. Of this. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> Dusty, by the way. That was me. That fart was me, not Dusty. Rob, you're muffler for that. Did you put a tampon fall out? You good boy. <laughs> sure is because we won the national title this year and y'all didn't. You know what I'm saying? Is that right, Mikey? I mean, that is yeah. true. You guys won one every 25, 30 sure. years. It's not bad. But go ahead. But me, and, me and America are Winnipeg, right? I feel like there's, like, a really high risk of Rob's, like, muffler falling out for <laughs> Something's about to fall the fuck out of him. Uh, we all might die of carbon monoxide poisoning yeah, for right, my, right. my gaseous, 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 gaseous. walk down 95th Street Brad, and have a they, fucking sign fall on me. Brina's dead. Yours is not bad. Go ahead. Bob is trying to dig to China right now to get away from this fucking state. Yeah, Murdoch, and we got a young hoik. We got a young nature boy, Ric Flair. He weighed about 300 pounds. And Piper weighed about 155. Young man just in the industry, Winnipeg, hadn't met him yet. Flair had hemorrhoid problems really bad. Really bad. And he, we, me yeah, and Hoyt Richard problem. Murdoch had convinced him to get up on the table naked, <laughs> put his hiney in the air, <laughs> and we were going <laughs> to shove these two golf ball-sized 
hemorrhoids up his ass. But we he didn't put the gloves on. Right? We put down in the back. I think you might mean that he's going to tuck the little nodules back in. Oh, really? I don't know. I, yeah, Nate, oh, the I tulips? Yeah, I I don't know which one is... I, uh, go back a it's couple bad, of yeah, We're going to go back. It's a bad picture either way. <laughs> Put his hiney in the air, and we were going to shove these two golf ball-sized hemorrhoids up his ass. Yeah, we didn't right. put the gloves on. We put down in the Vaseline, and we went to, st we went to sticking them two hemorrhoids up his ass about the time Piper walked in and he walked in and said hi I'm Roddy Piper and he turned around and walked out so maybe he's been shocked his whole life when he was real quiet and he didn't know who he was and that was his first meeting of me and Hoyt Richard. So would that basically be Roddy's excuse for his outlandish behavior all these years? All these years. Mm -hmm. oh, wonderful story. Yeah. My hemorrhoids. He stuck his honey in the air. <laughs> His little hiding was sinking back and forth, baby. <laughs> Rest in peace. The Rest great Dusty Rhodes. Oh, can we get a hiney update from Rob? What do you mean? Well, a couple of years ago, you fell down the stairs and you had a, like a bump, remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still have a bump. Cheek? I still have a third butt cheek. Third nodule. <laughs> I have a, a, yeah, a node. <laughs> An ingrown muffler. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's still, I mean, it's slightly smaller but it's not going away i'd essentially have to get liposuction at this point really to but uh, is it water or is it fat it's, is it at a this tail? point it's fat i guess <laughs> or like blood no it's fat i think it's, it's fat. cyst calcification no, like, it's just fat have you had like a sonogram of it uh not recently I, i've been meaning to do a follow-up noah could you get one of your push pins and stab it <laughs> so the, the and then just leaks out and then put it back in the drawer <laughs> yes like, what if it's gonna be like that? Th those like uh, the the Pantera home videos where they like oh. took that guy's cyst out. Remember? Oh, like? I have no recollection of this. Bring Doctor Pimple in. <laughs> Bring Doctor Pimple. Robert, why, why don't you get up on this table and push your honey in the air? <laughs> we can see if you have a third nodule. <laughs> Tuck it right into your, your asshole. Your muffler's noisy tonight. Yeah, hey, your muffler's so making a lot of noise there, Robert. <laughs> 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 the mac and cheese, that's the rose. They're not like looking at your honey. But I do it for science. <laughs> <sighs> Bless his heart. Bless the dream's heart. That's a yeah. sad lost gimmick. He could have been Dr. Dusty. I'm just treating every wrestler's wow. uh, ailment. Malady, yeah. That'll son of a lot. son of a proctologist, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you'd have to go to a proctologist for it, wouldn't you, Rob? Or you just have Dusty take care of it. Well, he's not alive anymore. Oh, yeah. Look in your true. dusty ass. Dustin? You can <laughs> get gold dusted. <laughs> work on your third And what a great theme song. Clink, clink, clink. Wasn't this Beyonce's first release? Yeah. This track? He's just a common man. Yep, yeah, sounds like Beyonce. She wouldn't sing about a hardworking man. Why not? About a hardworking woman. Wow.
I never listened this far into the song. Funny. I am a boomer, first of all. I think so. Oh, <clears throat> Good song. Wonderful. Any 4th of July plans? I'm not sure. Maybe barbecuing? No. Mm -hmm. So hot out though. Yeah. It, it's unbearable. I've, I've been taking at least two showers a day. Like I take one right in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to walk Popka, mm -hmm. my dog. Oh, so when I came to pick up Bobka on Sunday, Rob was sweating so yeah. much, like from his temples and then like, on like under his armpits, and I felt so bad because you were all dressed up, mm -hmm. and I was like, you need another shower, like a wipe down or something. And I, I had just walked out like. A minute ago, yeah, it's. It, I instantly am soaked now. It's, it's hard out there. It's unreal. I think I. I don't know what it is. I. It's never been this unbearable for me before. It's so humid. It's like yeah. Damn. Let me tell you. On Saturday and Sunday, I worked in the outdoors for like oh, total oh, about boy. twelve hours. Oh, wearing oh polyester God. clothing. No. You. I, on Saturday, I did a, like they have this um tournament where all these kids come from all over the country, like. One team was like Virginia playing Long Beach, California or something. And it's like really important. So my guy that I umpire for was like, ah, I got not enough guys. You got it. I said, I hate fucking baseball. I hate baseball because they take it seriously. They all want to kill each other. All the coaches, you know, blah, blah, blah. I just did it. I guess my better judgment. I was schwitzing so fucking you must bad. must have lost like 20 pounds. Yeah, it was just disgusting. I was like, and I didn't really feel it like during the game. Once the games ended... I was like, I wanted. I was like a a bowl, a bowl of jelly, mm -hmm. and then I had to go back Sunday and do volleyball, beach volleyball. Oh wow! My God. Oh, I but, didn't know you do different sports. Yeah, at least in volleyball, like beach volleyball, the league is laid back. Like it's just hipsters, and they just want to go they drink beer afterward. Is it actually at the Ooh. beach, or where do they do it? No, it's in. Uh, it was in Riverside Park, uh, 105th Street, hmm. and they have like a little artificial beach area okay. there, and they play on the sand there inside the park. Do you just stand like by the net? Do you got like one of those big, big chairs? <laughs> you don't get a chair in this league. <laughs> like the high school volleyball, they give you a chair, but you just uh, you stand right by the center line at the net, and you don't have a partner, and you just have to. Is there a referee uniform, or do you like Bermuda shorts and a tank top? What's the... uh, there is a referee uniform, but this league is so laid back that nobody gives a fuck. Okay. But I, I I wear the top, and then I wore like no like, Rob's. Uh... The top. <laughs> <laughs> I wore like a, a referee's uniform okay. top shirt, and then I wore like, uh, you know, like at gym shorts. And how long of a day was that? That was one p.m. to about a quarter to four, I'd say. Mm. So I was that, about to say peak yeah. heat. But they had like a whole cooler full of like waters and like flavor ice. They, had, they ate like oh, six flavor ice. That's clutch. Ices. That's yeah. clutch. They did a good job. Yeah, like I told you, it's like a hipster league. Mm. Like they don't care about the outcome of the game. Like they want to hang out later. So then, why do they want a referee? You have to, they, you know, they feel like it's, it's necessary to have someone to actually run the game and stuff, whatever. I was never really into cold showers until a few years ago, until I was so hot. There was one day that my uh, AC stopped working and oh, I needed oh, to get a new AC and it was fucking deathly hot. And I'm like, I need to cool off. Mm -hmm. And a hot shower is not going to do it. I, yeah. did, I typically loved like a 20 minute hot shower. And so uh, the way I got into a cold shower is I started with the hot shower. <laughs> And then just slowly decrease yeah, the heat. You can't just walk. Even when it's hot, I can't just walk into the cold shower. Yeah. Why? Well, what I do is I put in a little heat and then, yeah, like, 
get rid slowly get rid of it and then it is the best it is feeling to take an ice cold shower i cannot recommend it enough i feel so refreshed and awake totally for 10 minutes and then i'm sweating balls again (laughs) um so i went to the gym this morning and they don't put the ac on in the gym Mm -hmm. and it was already like 85 degrees in the morning so usually after training, I'll take a ice cold shower. And I never took ice cold showers, and I also have this like peppermint wash, so it like cools me off because I'm so hot, like my skin is on fire. Does the gym kind of smell like sweat too? Does it have like the? Oh, of course it does. Sweat in the vapor in the air. It has a very specific smell, but I enjoy it. When I had my uh, bar mitzvah, speaking of cold showers, oh. uh, I was also at a gym. Uh, no, no was at a shul. But your muffler I... fell out halfway through your half tour. <laughs> <laughs> My muffler, baby. 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 Israeli dream. I, uh, you know, it was in the morning. I guess it was like 10 a.m. It was actually, it, we, it, my portion was about 10 a.m., but there was some other kid doing his bar mitzvah mm. before me, so it was like a double bill. And you showed up early enough to catch it? I showed, well, I didn't know, no one, like, worked this out with, I didn't find out that it was, like, an opening act until I got there. So they told us, just come this time, mm. and it was, like, probably 8.30 or something, and that kid was going on, like, when do I go? When he's done. I didn't fucking know. Like, nobody told me huh. anything. So I got up at, like, 7 in the morning. And freaking out, like nervous and shit. And there was no hot water in my house that day. So I had to take an ice cold fucking shower. That's what made you the man. Yeah, that made me a man. And this was in (laughs) wintertime. Yeah, it was January. My birthday's in January. It was like two weeks after my birthday or something. Good God. Yeah, it was brutal. So now I'm kind of, I don't know if that triggered me or what, but I'm very averse to cold showers. Unless it's like 97 degrees out. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do it in the winter. Can't even do it in any time but like the muggiest day of the year. Yeah. And we've had like five of those in a row. Yeah. yeah. Like I've just been taking consistent cold showers. Even today I took like a, a moderate, like lukewarm shower. I don't really, it, I, I wasn't suffering. So I didn't, I only do it when I've been outside and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The mo. Yeah. Like if I get back. Well, that's like, Rob. Uh, uh, Rob's always walking Bob because so he's constantly outside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm going outside at some points during the hottest point of the day, just because it's you know it's our time to walk. And I'm trying to be. One thing I'll say is you have to be conscious of how your dog is reacting oh, to oh, the right. heat as well, and like not do the long walks in the middle of the day. No. I did a long walk the at the end of the night. Yeah, like around sunset time. But it was still so humid. My shirt was soaked. Like I could, uh, you know, just mm. wring it out and, and, and like sweat would fall out. And then I took the bet, like cold shower. It's it's almost like I feel like a luxury. Like I feel so thankful to live in a first world country where we right. just have running water sure. whenever we want. Because cold showers are great. Sid doesn't know what we're talking about because he doesn't shower. I shower. I took a cold shower today. And how many showers did you take yesterday? One. And before that, the day before that, Sunday. Uh, <laughs> one. <laughs> Saturday, I don't. Think. I feel in the summer months I can't not take a shower. Like in winter, in the winter I can get away with it. If I can smell my pits, I take a shower. Do you like the smell of your pits? I do not. I'm kind of into it. Her smell pits, of yeah. pits. No, the smell of my pits. She uses that peppermint wash. You like that? <laughs> I don't like the 
the smell of my pits. I like other smells, but not my pits. Mm. You mean other smells you secrete or? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna go any further. No. <laughs> she means I think I think I blood. revealed a lot with my thumbtacks. Yeah. I think I think that's enough for one show. Made her uh, hesitant now. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. You're welcome. Goodbye. See you. Quite all right. We should use that as one of the goodbyes. Yeah. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> Just a polite. So I want to point out, Noah, you got a toy, a duck toy for both your dog, Bruno, and my dog, Bobka. Yeah, matching ducks. And my dog, Bobka has claimed both of the ducks. Oh, she's just been yeah. rolling around and playing with both of them all show. You could probably hear her squeaking in the background. That's, that's Bobka. Yeah. And she made like a fort out of the pillows and the couch, which I think is really cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she she likes to rearrange furniture. It's great. She really likes having a little uh, pillow for her, like to rest her head on. Mm -hmm. So her, her head is not at the same level as her body. She likes a little elevated head action. <laughs> so she always twists her toys to like give herself a little pillow. So cute. She's so happy here. Mm -hmm. She just leave her. No. Trying to steal his dog. He already had a traumatic experience. Come on, Noah. Maybe that's what happened. Noah was at the end of the block calling to Bobka that day, and Bobka just ran for her. And it's not like I'm do I'm stealing her because I'm I'm telling you. I'm I'm, I'm asking you. No. He's just all mine. I'm sorry, Noah. She's all mine. I mean, if you want to. What is she doing over there? She just woke Bruno up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I need to get away from this crazy lady. <laughs> Crazy young girl with her energy. Uh, well, this was a fun show. This was a lovely show. Thanks to Roland for sitting in. Yeah. Roland, thank you. Ah, yes. Thank you. And you're welcome for learning about uh, what a muffler baby is. I know. Bobka! <laughs> I'm going to plug my muffler today. <laughs> Would you like to also plug your uh, your various media enterprises? Yeah, check out Roland's oh, food yeah. court. Yeah. yeah, check out Roland's food court. There's yeah. a huge guest. Massimo Batura. Hmm. He's a three Michelin star chef, Ooh, he and is. he does a lot of work with um, the Ristoria soup kitchens. It's not. It's it's more of a community yeah. center. It's basically, uh, yeah, all the top chefs cooking for the people who can't afford it, mm. but they know they're, they're like the best chefs in the world. Oh, oh yeah. that's really awesome. After they, the, you were t you were telling me about this. It's like uh, all the leftovers, right? Or is so that it's it's um. It's uh, like he's very much into reducing food waste. Yeah. So he uh, challenges these chefs to come in and, and create recipes using fruit that other restaurants would otherwise like throw out or, or vegetables. And he has these community centers all around the world. And it's more like incorporating art and music and, the and bringing the community together as opposed to like treating it like a center for people who don't have money to yeah. eat. Cool. Um, so, like, the whole thing is you go there and you eat and you don't look at your financial status. Oh, so I can go there and eat? Yeah. <laughs> no. If he know. opens one in New York, I mean, I'm sure you could volunteer. I do have to nitpick. Oh, no, I just want to eat. I have yeah. to nitpick one thing, though. You said he's a top chef. Rob is the top. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well. And he's Reverend. Yeah. <laughs> Rabbi Reverend Rabba. Yeah. And uh, who do we have before? Yeah, we have Marcus Samuelson. Where, where can they listen? Uh, it's on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on Sirius On Demand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very nice. If, if you have Sirius app, download it on demand because it'll make our numbers look good. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't, you can download the podcast for free wherever yeah. podcasts yeah. Mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. available. Mm -hmm. That's free. And our podcast is available for free 
on iTunes, on Spotify. Every episode yep. now is on Spotify. Stitcher. Stitcher. Did Google. we ever get that thing uh, fixed where there was yes. an episode missing? Is that like fixed? a new episode? No, no, no. Like an old. You know, there was one that we didn't have up there. Remember? I think we did. Someone sent it in, and yeah, okay. that's yeah. right. Uh, and then uh, Google Podcasts. Anywhere podcasts are downloadable. Tune in. You can download our podcast. Of course, you can go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit that merch button, baby, and, and buy a shirt. Drop a muffler. <laughs> and all the money uh, goes to making the show better. And uh, uh, I want to also mention, you can follow us on the social media. You could follow us at Twitter. Uh, MI Livecast is the, uh, is the handle mm-hmm. on Facebook, facebook.com slash MI Livecast. And uh, we'll be back next week, next Tuesday, post-Independence Day, as long as there isn't a civil war. Yeah. We'll be here with another brand new episode, because we are looking for freedom.
I have to do another tomorrow. When I was in Taliban, I would...